0: I guess we should actually pay attention to what we're doing then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, put on the pants.
0: You, <laughs> your pants. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Dirty pots. Sorry.
1: everybody thanks for joining us happy new year 2019 rc after hours back in the million dollar studio the first podcast of 2019 and we are snowed in here in ohio (laughs) i mean it is nasty out here so what better than to sit in the studio with some friends hang out and do a podcast so Let's jump right into it. Joining us in studio, the always great White Hunter, Mike Coolins. Morning, everyone. It's good to be here. Everybody's crazy Canadian in the Great White North up there, Andre the Tree Russo. That is that is official. It's, it's even it. on the bicycle now. <laughs> You've jinxed me. I know,
0: right? You've jinxed me. There's going to be some carnage.
1: <laughs> and if you guys uh, checked out our Facebook page, you know who's joining us, our special guest all the way from across the pond, everybody's favorite contaminated Swede, and we haven't talked to him forever. It's David Mindenstohl. Hey, guys. How's it going? How are you, buddy? Doing good. How about you? Good. Let me turn. I think I might have some. Nope. I hear sound. Oh, it might be me. Is that you? Yes. Sorry. Um, no biggie. Uh, David, how are you? You know, we'll get into what's been going on. How's the weather over there in Sweden? And fill us in a little uh, bit. Sure. Weather is pretty
2: uh, good actually. It's only mm-hmm. a couple of minus degrees and mm-hmm. not too much snow. Wow. Uh, so it's yeah, it's sunny now. So it's flyable. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's pretty nice. Going good. I've been home in Sweden for almost a. Uh, yeah, almost three three weeks ish, nice.
1: a bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And we want to get into your travels a little bit. I want to dig in about you know over in China and what was going on, and then uh, I think uh, you mentioned you're heading back over to Italy, uh, assuming over back with uh, what's uh, Giacomo? Giacomo, right? yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, so we'll get in lots to talk about today. Um, crazy mike lives 15 minutes south of me he has like three inches of snow and you know i'm 15 minutes north and i have a foot here and it is blowing and snowing still and it's just
3: it's amazing how close the line (laughs) of the 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 the, uh, rain front to the snow front was that we were on i was on the rain side obviously for most of the evening yesterday but a lot of slush (laughs) oh man it's just terrible (laughs) rain too uh
1: already the questions are coming in david how's the beard yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's good. It's uh, actually a little bit longer than oh before. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Duck Dynasty
3: oh. stuff. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that bad yet, but
2: uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's going good. It's uh, coming in handy now, taking walks with the dogs when it's yeah. cold.
1: Uh-huh. Good, oh. not really turning okay, into a okay. good flavor
3: saver. Yeah, because you you can pull food out of the bottom or a transmitter or whatever you want know, tuck in there.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I was eating uh, Cheetos and uh, the whole beard was full. But- <laughs> <laughs> I have to put it over the bowl and like
1: shake it. It's great. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, all right. So, fill us in. I know last time we talked to you, you were working on the maker knife and you had a big. Uh, trip to China. Now, I, th- I think this is going to be kind of in- interesting because if if you've heard the podcast, we had a deep conversation with Stephen Neal who used to work for Hobby King, and we kind of dove into things that happen in China and why there's delays and you know the the problems people have trying to get stuff made in China and dealing with with them and the language barrier and everything. So, give us a little update. Uh, I know you're. You, you know what's going on with the maker knife? Uh, what happened in China? How's things going? I mean, I, we don't know. We're we're waiting to hear. And I know because Andre said first thing we need to ask David is where's my knife? <laughs> Sorry, buddy.
2: No, uh, has your did you get an email that it was shipped yet? No. Okay, you're still not in that. Okay, so there's <laughs> like three bags left in the factory. This, is in good. In that one, then.
0: it's all uh, good. It's all good.
2: And uh, it's uh, we've been in China two times since we talked last. Mm-hmm. Uh, went there one time to lock in which manufacturers that we're actually going to go with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we visited a crazy amount of factories and uh, toured the place more or less. Uh, and we did find some good ones, which we decided to go with. Uh, then... Did all the filing prototyping and everything, or like get the last sample batches. Then we went back when everything was supposed to be ready. Uh, we had two weeks that we were going to stay there, hotel booked and everything. Uh, we decided to land in Hong Kong and then enter China, because it's um, a little bit easier travel-wise, for us at least. hmm um, and you have to have a visa to go into China. Okay. And so we, may, uh, we got one beforehand, and it was a group visa. It's like a basic visa if you travel more than two people, or if you travel two or more people, you can get a group visa, which is easier. It's yeah, it's it's easy, but you have to travel together. But I was fine. So we mm-hmm. were four people in total going, and. Um, oh my gosh, so much stuff happened.
3: (laughs) Who who was the other three that went with you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh,
2: so Giacomo, um, which is, uh, the owner of the company and, uh, the guy that came up with the, the concept of the maker knife. And, uh, then it was his employee. We has a guy that helps out at the shop, building stuff and getting stuff. Ready for different things. He he's there a couple of days a week, uh, normally, and it helps him make YouTube videos and that. And then it was a new friend, uh, which is another Swedish guy. Uh, his name is Daniel, and he has a YouTube channel called Switch and Lever. Uh, so he's a maker as well.
3: Okay. Cool. Uh,
2: so he came over and visited, and he's being slowly joining the group and uh so we brought him because he's really good at uh multiple multiple stuff and uh
3: does he live close to you by any chance
2: no he's like five hours away maybe okay uh, and northern part of sweden so yeah it's but he speaks different swedish than i do but i I can understand him (laughs) sometimes uh, so yeah, four people. The, it's always a pain to travel in general, but it's it's fine. Get to the factory, and we're supposed to start assembling. And uh, uh, like stuff hadn't shown up, showed up properly. I have to start chasing parts. And mm. the the aluminium was supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we have is a meeting of which finish we want on the aluminium. And we're like, oh what? There's supposed to be ten thousand parts ready oh to assemble god! So we're like, oh my oh. god. So that was uh, yeah that, me you freak out a little bit. So one person there, the person that we've been dealing with, he speaks English. No one else does. So language oh barrier. Gosh. Deluxe, so and man, uh, you were
3: using Google Translate or something.
2: I <laughs> actually, yeah, we did. I and mean, yeah, it works a lot better than you think, but really? it's still funny. I have a, a good collection of uh, funny translations. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it, it has a jerk mode. Uh, oh, the translator, we have, I don't know, it's it it uses really bad words sometimes, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's uh, stuff like that. You kind of have to, uh, like, you have to deal with it. And you just get it done. So mm-hmm. uh, they were able to start delivering the black ones the day after. Uh, the anodization factory was able to do around 1,000 a, a day. Uh, so we just started rolling, and that was actually good. So after the first 1,000, we could roll out and continue actually start manufacturing stuff but Mm -hmm. it was like a couple of days before we got there actually starting manufacturing stuff
1: uh once you get the parts everything then do you gotta is there a certain group of people and you gotta show them how to assemble it and what to do for all those yes so
2: it's uh it's kind of interesting the uh the guy we've been dealing with is actually uh a supplier of mine, he makes my carbon fiber and mm-hmm. he makes aluminium as well. Okay. So talked with him, and that's the contact we had in, in China. And we ordered from him, and then he has uh sub-people uh underneath that that uh, that was actually a different company that did the assembly for us. So we mm-hmm. were at the assembly factory almost all the time. That assembly factory makes brushless motors. Oh cool. Like DJI. Uh, gimbal motors I don't oh. know if they're a knockoff or not but uh, oh. and uh, some other DJI motors and some like f- huge motors for uh, a drone that carries pesticides and sprays mm-hmm. agricultural stuff huh. you know interesting it's- that's yeah, pretty cool. It's a huge beast, uh, octocopter with its own stuff and things. <laughs> Apparently, it's uh, doing uh, pretty well. It's selling well, so they do a lot of motors, that really cool winding machines and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that felt great because they're used to manufacturing semi-complex stuff, uh, which involves gluing and actually doing quality checks and that. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we set up a whole bench fixed. Uh, they had some tools. We bought some more tools like the automatic screw drivers and uh, stuff like that. But it's still a pain to try to explain exactly what is important and what's not important. Right. Uh, like during assembly, like, oh, it doesn't matter if uh, the inside of the spring is slightly scratched Uh compared to the outside is super important that it's not right just stuff like that is difficult and frustrating because every like you don't even think about all these tiny stuff that you take for granted Mm -hmm. that it's just everyone knows that it's good or not good
1: but right i mean
2: yeah yeah they don't understand and I think it's
1: probably not like one per. Is it one person assembling one whole knife, or is they uh, go in steps line. like yeah. an yeah assembly line?
2: Assembly line. Okay. And we were twenty-one people, oh, uh, yeah, in total.
1: So, uh. oh my gosh. <laughs> I would pull my hair out. I would literally just melt Especially down with the language yes. barrier and everything. Be like, no, yeah. <laughs> no don't do
0: that. Don't yes.
3: do that. Did you? Yeah. Did you have your little? Yeah. Fi- did you have your red finger going? No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> slapping him with it. And
1: stuff. So I, I, I'm curious then too. How, like, how many did you go through? Or like, oh This one's junk. Has to go in the trash. Nope, can't use that one. I mean, I'm sure there was. Yeah, oh. I think he should have took his red finger
3: with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get over the translation yep. uh, <laughs> they would understand
2: yeah they get that real quick and slap <laughs> on the <laughs> knuckles or something. Uh, yeah uh, there was some, uh, like we saved uh, me and the other guys we were able to save a lot of bad ones mm. mostly the bad ones were uh, finish problems like mm-hmm. the finish on the aluminium like it was scratched or not anodized properly yeah. so uh, those get sorted out in the beginning, but it's difficult every time there's a new person. They switch around,
0: and oh, uh, the
2: new person has to know.
0: Yeah, there's no yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah, and uh, it's it was had like the parts were made so quickly. Like every day mm-hmm. we got new parts delivered, right. and it's the the uh, the anodization factor was working twenty four hours a day doing stuff and like it's not easy to keep up the same tempo not have problems and get the exact same finish every time yes so we had to sort stuff out and some days we're like no we have to redo
1: this Mm -hmm. go
2: back strip them and re-anodize them oh
1: my gosh Mm. i'd be so worried about that one person having a bad day you know what i mean like "Ah, (laughs) (laughs) screw (laughs) it next (laughs) you know (laughs) That would be yeah. Quality yeah, control uh, yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, that's what I would. Yeah,
2: think but that. it's. I mean, we're there, so it's fine. We're four people keeping an eye on things, uh, yeah, and uh-huh. uh, we're actually in the assembly
3: line. So, uh, hopefully, towards like, the end, <laughs>
2: looking over. Real <laughs> yeah,
3: well. yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I sorted the screws into boxes. No, <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, the screws. No, it's, uh, yeah.
2: uh, it's the the testing. Quality check and testing, sure. and then repair. I usually stayed in the repair because uh, towards the end of it, because we taught some people that got really good at testing, so we tried to keep them there to do yeah. it. Yeah, and they were—they're fast. Like they—they they have really good work ethic. And
4: mm-hmm. but
2: compared to what you think, everyone thinks that Chinese just wants to rip you off. And like, sure, you can. Uh, get in that situation but here is a lot about honor and fixing mistakes like everyone took responsibility for what was wrong we'd like we didn't have to that's great have a yeah. bad conversation with anyone
3: it's uh, great. That's great yeah it is we're good work. it really Ethic was a, so important anywhere yeah. you're and at, I, make it for an enjoyable i guess if you productive. think
1: about it when you get a factory like that and they're making so many different things and and they get a good reputation for them, it's probably job security. Like, sure. hey, we they, this they this do company here, they this care f- about what yeah, they do and yeah.
3: Everything. I'm, I'm sure, right. it yeah, does for sure, project volume. Mm-hmm.
1: All, right, all right, real yeah. quick before you go too too much farther, this has been in my head because my wife walks watches a lot of sometimes the Food Channel shows and traveling at different places and eating different things. What did you guys do? How uh, is the food and everything over I know there? Some what? People that have been there? Yeah, so how, I know. How did that work out over there? Or did you guys just starve uh, for a few days? I mean, <laughs>
3: starving as yeah, usual. I like, like you know, uh, pack yourself
1: a lot of Snickers yeah. bars, or what do you do? Uh, <laughs> you just take your fair wrap,
3: everything in Funyuns.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my baggage. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, uh, I, I love to try different things. Like, mm-hmm. I try everything once. And uh, oh, uh, I didn't I try I a lot it. of things twice, so I say <laughs> it like that. Uh, but no, like there's like hot pot, which is like a big pot that's just uh, boiling and it's in the middle of the table, and everyone's just picks stuff out of that pot, <laughs> and it's usually uh, Ooh, rat tail! Yes, I
3: got lucky. do <laughs> <laughs> but so, I, I would not. That's one country I don't think I would want to try a lot of food. I'll be honest. No, it was uh, it's fine. Like uh, I did get food poisoning once. Oh,
1: great. oh, oh great. And the great. Jeez, that must from have been the, the hotel or food. Wow!
3: And
2: no, it was from the hotel food.
3: Oh, oh. the free breakfast so guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's fine like, uh, so I, yeah I mean there's uh, so many different things but like hot pot is very uh, known in China like, yeah, go ahead and describe that China. more I didn't
3: mean to cut you off like what, what items uh, do you think you were grabbing <laughs> <it now?
2: laughs> uh, the ones that we ate the one we ate that day was uh, it's chicken but it's not just it's not like Sweden it's not like America where you get the nicest parts of the chicken. Here you get all the parts of the chicken.
3: Neck, feet, things like that?
2: Uh, yes.
3: <laughs> That's what I, I've yeah. heard, yeah. Wow.
1: Interesting.
2: Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, it good, is good interesting. Weight,
1: uh, good weight loss program. Yeah, which I,
3: <laughs> I guarantee I would lose well, it's
2: It's a lot of fun things like goose neck, uh, goose tongue, which was surprisingly okay. Huh. Uh,
3: and uh, I would not think a, that'd be very big <laughs> morsel size. No,
2: it's not. It's uh, and it's like the the whole um, what do you call it? It's like the the whole neck and the tongue muscle is attached oh, to it. Okay. So you have to kind of yeah. bend it apart and get your mouth in and then bite it off. <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> Actually, neck meat is okay. It's just yeah. usually not much to fuss right, with. That's why well. right. we throw yeah. it away.
2: Yeah, it's not. It's usually not worth it. But here, so, like, yeah, in there, you yeah. figure it out. Interesting. Completely fine to uh, like spit out food on the plate and uh, really
3: like yeah, oh, it's wow. fine.
2: Like now uh, because. Because I mean, there's so it's, many
3: discards and everything they're trying to utilize yeah. that it's expected, I exactly. guess.
2: Exactly. The, the discard happens at the table instead of in the kitchen. <laughs> <Exactly>.
3: Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, that's awesome.
2: It's it's really great, though, going out with Chinese and eat what they eat.
3: Uh-huh. It's, yeah. uh, it's
2: yeah. uh, That is the best thing.
3: But, uh, Do you have actual utensils or not? I'm just curious. I
2: I asked for it. Almost every time, I I
3: would have to. I'd be, I'd be all thumbs, you know. I'd like have them stuck in my nose or something.
1: You'd have to get the little napkin with the the rubber band, right? (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, I did
2: get to I learned it uh, to eat with the chopsticks and it's fine but I'm not I mean I'm
3: not terribly good that's
2: why but they're thin the, the too because I
3: can't get enough <laughs> on it you know I'm like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm chopping a few little things here and there yeah, I'd like yeah, to you see you eat things. your double <laughs> eater yeah, with like, chopsticks like big salad <laughs> stirring spoon yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: that, that's the difference everything there is um, mouth size
3: mm-hmm. uh, like
2: you can Put it in your mouth usually with just the chopsticks, and sure. you eat the whole thing right. instead of trying to cut things.
3: Sure.
2: <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's there's a lot of fun stuff. I can tell you that. Wow. Um, which we did try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
3: but Kudos yeah, to I mean, that
0: man, I don't know. Yeah, I that, I well, I mean, that's the adventure, right? Right. Uh, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but the problem, I mean, I could do that all the time. The uh, other people in the group, another guy, uh, the the other uh, employee, he was great. He also wanted to try stuff, but the other two, Daniel and Giacomo <laughs> did not. We're at all, at all. <laughs> ever want to try anything? Like they tried one thing and they, they're like, "China foods, no, yeah. it's like
1: we're done." Jock probably like, "Do you have an Olive Garden?"
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, actually, he's, to, he's has a lot better, finer cuisine than, yeah. than yeah. I could even imagine. Right. Uh, there is.
2: McDonald's, <laughs> and, oh. and but, oh. but so their they, uh,
1: their menus are different yeah, though, like right? Maybe. Yeah,
2: it's not. It's I mean, it's barely different. Huh. It's not. Oh, Yeah, no, I could get cheeseburgers. I get uh, the McFlurries. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's some different extra things, but it's not super different now. Be darn, huh. That's
1: interesting.
2: Okay. And you can get chicken teriyaki, Szechuan sauce. Mm. Which mm-hmm. is from uh, Rick and Morty at
1: McDonald's uh, It's pretty good Huh.
2: Oh there we have Chad
1: No way <laughs> This is crazy
5: I was walking my dog In 13 degree weather That's what I,
3: I I can't believe you were out in these windchills I was
1: going to pick you up this morning
5: And yeah, bring you fun, the studio
1: Funny story Chad I don't,
5: I don't think you can't here Mike
1: <laughs> Tap your mic Um, we were just getting ready to podcast, and we were getting David on the show, and hmm, look, Chad Capper's on Skype. Wonder what he's doing. Let's call him, uh, just out of the blue. So,
5: actually, I think my Skype always says I'm on. I'm not sure. Oh, really? (laughs) So you got
1: you got in the house and seemed like, oh, missed Skype call. What the hell's going on?
5: Well, no, David gave me a heads up. Oh, okay, (laughs) all right.
1: I said he's got to get his clothes on. Yeah,
5: (laughs) out of the house. <laughs> now I'm eating cheese puffs for breakfast.
3: <laughs> oh man! You, so you she don't think, you don't think I would have got up your hill to bring you in this
5: morning, huh? I don't know. It's pretty nasty out there.
3: I'll tell you, they got more. Chris has a foot, like a foot of snow. I only had like three inches. It's amazing how close we were to the line of snow and rain. It's unbelievable the difference.
1: So hmm. David, David was just filling us in on his uh, China experience of the Maker knife and what's going on and the problems and issues, which I'm sure. You know, you've been over there, Chad, and you've probably had the same scenarios and everything over there.
5: I've had zero issues with China. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was
1: going to say, wait a minute. You'd be the first person we've ever talked to said everything went great.
5: Yep, it was perfect. Wow. No, it was, uh, no, it's always challenging, but it's more, you know what I don't like, though, is when people, you know, blame it on, you know, them being evil, Or Uh or something like, no, it's just different cultures. And you you have to understand, I mean, it's, it's actually, we're quite, Westerners are quite bold with thrusting, going into their country and thrusting our, our culture on them
4: Mm -hmm. and
5: holding to our standards when the, you know, the value system is just different. It's not bad. It's just different. Hmm. Interesting. Well put. Well put. Yeah. So we're, we're much louder. So we look more right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hmm that's interesting i never heard that yeah, one before nice. so i mean we don't have to keep you chat i just thought yeah, it'd be funny if yeah. we threw you on here but uh we really didn't de- need to dedicate a whole show to yeah, you yeah unfortunately right we can <laughs> even get you get you in the studio but real quick what's been going on we haven't or at least i know i haven't talked to you forever i know you're busy i haven't and either, really. uh, we don't know what's going on with rotor what you've been up to or anything so just fill us in real quick you're home though it looks uh, like
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm right now, but Drew and Jeff are down in Florida, and uh, myself and Artem will be going down soon, mm-hmm. uh, moving our headquarters to Orlando. Wow. Nice. We're excited about that. I'm not moving personally, right. but the the rest of the operations, the store, our B2B warehouse, our oh, my show God, operations, he's not all of that. You, you're What's gonna that?
3: kill me one of these days. Say you're moving.
5: Man. I can't <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> no, no, we're staying here. Uh,
3: I saw you updated I mean, your Facebook profile page. I'm like, oh, he can do that, but can't answer our phone. Fifty. <laughs> 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 it looked nice, by the way, you, Julie. <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. So you're not you're not physically moving, but your headquarters is moving to
1: Orlando. Then.
5: Yes. Is this the official podcast? Am I eating Cheetos? Yeah, so you're eating you're Cheetos. absolutely. You're we, are,
1: we are live and you are eating Cheetos on the podcast.
5: Hey, they are organic though. Look at that. Uh, so they're healthy.
3: Hmm. I mean, Go try some of those. dave has got to eat some. Get stuck in his eat. beard so he can shake them out during our podcast.
5: Was
3: yeah, <laughs> it Cheetos or Doritos them. he was eating? I don't remember.
5: I'm wiping oh, the yeah. ice out of my facial hair. Yeah.
3: <laughs> was, oh, that wind is
1: brutal
5: yeah, it's like thirteen degrees with twenty mile an hour wind, yeah, so yeah, go ahead, Chad anyway you're you're moving to everything. Oh, so, yep. so we're moving and consolidating operations down to uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason is is you know we've been wanting to consolidate, and we're all spread out. We have our b two b warehouses in uh, California with with X We share space. Um, we have the retail stores in Ohio. Drew's our president. he's in Detroit um, you know, Tommy's in Huntington beach. It's just, everybody's all spread out. So we're working on trying to consolidate all of that because it's just so much more efficient to be able to work with people in person. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's the big desire for that. And, uh, it's taken a little while to get there, but we're, we're almost there. So as of February 4th, we will be operating out of our Orlando warehouse.
1: You guys are smart. You picked a nice place, yeah. good weather.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's place that, you know, you can fly year round. And yes. that, that was important because, you know, when, when I would bring people in town here, you know, obviously in the winter, it was much more <laughs> challenging. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even when we were doing Roto-Riot episodes, you know, a couple of years ago and we come to Ohio, it, you, you would see a lot more in indoor episodes, you know, where we're building or something. Right. Um so we'd like to just be able to fly year round.
3: Now I saw something briefly on on um, you selling. I think it was transmitters at Best Buy. Could you elaborate on on what that that that? Uh, yeah, they're was?
5: they're not transmitters. They're uh, game controllers, but they're for. I don't even have one in within reach, but they're for iPhones or not just iPhones, iPhones and androids with USB-C. Um, there's two different versions. And it's, uh, it's really a lot of people are struggling to see, well, why does Roto Riot have a game controller? Um, because we, we believe that the gaming community and the FPV community are you know, slowly starting to uh, I guess merge, but cross mm-hmm. over. And um, it's just we had an opportunity to um, endorse a product that we believe in, even though it's not directly tied to FPV, it will be because there's going to be more games and simulators and we're working on a game as well um that will work on on mobile gaming and this controller um will work with it and and it does work with drones uh you actually have um uh like the you know the mavic and the the tello the rise tello and there's some others that the game controller will work with, which allows you to have a a nicer gaming controller to fly it with, rather than some of the you know controllers that come with it, or mm-hmm. um, and and it just gives you a, you know a less expensive option.
1: Nice, how I mean, how's yeah. that going? Is it they pretty receptive to this
5: idea? Yeah, actually, it's I mean it has. Depending on which community, in the gaming community, community, it's received really well. In the FPV community, it has mixed reviews, mm. just because people don't quite understand why is Rotor Riot, you know, making a game controller. But it's really, we're just starting to pave the path for the future. You know, so imagine if you've got a divide, and you know, we're here and we know that eventually this is going to blend over here. You got steps in between, and we kind of jumped into the middle of that, and eventually there will be those. Those spots in between that that milestone and and it'll help fill in those gaps. But you gotta you just have to keep pressing forward. And mm-hmm. uh, you know we we ended up uh, having you know finding a great opportunity there and and it's working out well. So sales are, are doing really well. You know it's it's carried in Best Buy and they they've placed another order very quickly after the first one. Um, so that's telling us it's selling. The reviews are looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, so but. You know, we'll mm-hmm. see. We have to go you know, the entire year to really gauge the performance, but it's yeah. definitely not something, um, you know, that uh, we, we wouldn't have done. I mean, it's we're very proud of it, and it's it's going well.
1: Yeah, good. That's awesome. Well, uh, Chad, our uh, Get FPV sponsorships coming up, and uh, we've done really well for him. We might have to chat. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding
1: with you, buddy. Um,
5: well, oh, hey, I-, I saw that. In the other day and it said get fpv sponsored episodes and i saw uh, that's that's really great
1: yeah they've really been i mean oh, for man, nine awesome. months yeah. um, really helping us out and we've been doing really well for them so uh, uh you it, know i'm happy um, well, Chad, I don't want to hold you yeah. up. I'm just glad you popped on. We'll, we'll definitely get you on a, a, your own show yeah. here. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, up. I'd like to get you in studio and really, really dive into the, the FPV stuff and the quad stuff. And I'm, I want to, you know, see what's happening, what the future holds, what's going on, uh, and, you mm-hmm. know, and, and get I'm into more details. I'm just glad to see you still
3: exist here because I, I haven't talked to you <laughs> your touch base for so long. I yeah. guess I miss seeing you. Uh,
1: but one question. Well, How does Julie like the beard? I, I know. Uh, I know the answer to that
5: one. So do, so so do I. I. I just had to ask. <laughs> we just try not to talk about. <laughs> it. Okay, I got you. All right. Actually,
0: uh, actually, well, we got you on the I'm going to ask a serious question then. So, uh-huh. w- when are you going to bridge the divide? We know you love your multi rotors, but we know you're a, you're a fixed wing kind of guy. So, when is
5: uh, Rotorite going to produce like their first wing? Oh boy, I don't mm-hmm. know. I. You know, that's tough because a lot of the guys do like flying uh, planes and wings, but I think, I, you know, uh, uh, the bulk of our community, you know, may or may not have that interest, but I think that's to be reserved for a separate brand. You know, I, I think okay. that's, that's something that, you know, uh, if, if you, you know, we're, we've already taken some heat on the game controller because that's outside of our, <laughs> yeah, you, know, right. you know, people gotcha. like people stay in their lane, so to speak. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, gosh so, no go but go, uh, wild have fun that's what no it's no, no. It, it but pers- but i get that i get yeah, that personally yeah personally we do but as a as a company and a brand you know yeah. people expect something when they go to it and you know it's, if it starts to get too diffused or diluted it it loses its appeal so sure. i think you know that's that's the reason no. it doesn't mean we won't do crossovers um, but i think as far as the brand itself it's just going to stay you know, focused on multi rotors.
0: I can respect that. That's a very good answer, actually. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah so. sweet. Well, it was nice
1: talking it's, to you, Chad. I'm glad you popped on. We, I didn't think really that was going to happen, so I know. Uh, it was just kind of a you know let's see if he answers kind of deal. But uh, well, it's Sunday
5: morning, and you know I've got a little bit of work to do, but this is much more fun. So. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> um, but definitely stay in touch. We def- you know we want to get yeah. you on the show sometime here real soon. So uh, and I want to show some old footage on that yeah. on that episode. And, uh, I'll uh, That'd I'll be even. Great. I'll even send Mike down to pick you up and chauffeur you up here. Yeah, to the no studio. problem. So, I like that. No problem. All right, Chad. So, right, <laughs> See ya.
3: See ya. Well, thank you, Chad. <laughs> bye, bye, David. <laughs> bye, Chad.
1: Oh, uh, that was funny. That was fantastic. I love it. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. So, and you were right. He was out walking the dog. <laughs> well,
3: I think Dave said that too. Oh, but okay. I expected that.
1: Yeah. Uh good stuff. Yeah, we'll have him on the show here soon. We've been talking about it for quite a while. Anyway, back to Mister Vindenstol, uh, Deep in the China, yeah, deep <laughs> in China, in China deep down the there, food. yeah, <laughs> eating the food, uh, getting the assembly, trying to get things right. Um, so, now, what was what uh, really was kind of the big delay, David? Just getting all the parts together and getting it there to start the manufacturing process—is that what it was?
2: Uh, that was the first hurdle, yes. Uh, then setting up like the process manufacturing process, getting the the mindset right for the how to assemble. and like the foreman there was very uh, used to making having all the parts and not be flexible. Just run through and like the parts never run out. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they stop that project, they drop it, and then just do something else until they have all the parts of everything. Here, since everything was all over the place for a while there, and, like he wanted to stop and take people off our uh, assembly line. And we're like, no, 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 no. They can do this. Move them here and move that. And the, like it took a couple of days of running back and forth like that until he got it. And after that was is great. But that was, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 ah, no. We need him. Uh, but it literally oh, it was running after people <laughs> to get him oh, to not go. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Was,
0: uh, <laughs> Sorry, so, Dave. I don't know if you can see your Facebook feed, but the studio wasn't big Yeah, three dogs. we got it.
1: <laughs> My do- all three dogs decided to break the door in and just attacked us. So I had to get him out of here. <laughs> nice
0: yeah oh that was awesome yes yeah sorry dave so yeah (laughs) no no problem yeah i could yeah it's i could see it as just being a constant every morning you wake up and it's like okay what's gonna break this morning and how do we fix it right
2: (laughs) exactly that's uh you're always in put out fire mode (laughs) and it's like all the time never oh yeah when something goes smoothly it's like when you have kids. If it gets quiet,
3: <laughs> you're like, oh, something's no. Something's wrong. Yeah, some, yeah something can't be this smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: And, uh, yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes later, you're on your way to the hospital. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's it was kind of expected, but it is intense when you're there. Uh, it is like I woke up some mornings and I didn't know where I was <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. when you wake up and I'm like, ah, I'm not in Sweden. <laughs> nope. Okay, I'm not in Italy. Uh, no, I'm not at Chad's either. <laughs> Where at? <laughs> Where <Okay>. am I? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, like you're disoriented as as heck because we worked from. Uh, we got into the place at eight, which involves eating breakfast and taking a cab there, and then we get home. We leave the factory at ten, roughly uh between ten and eleven in the evening, and then we go home when we eat at the hotel and just go to straight to bed or and there's like at least midnight and then go up at six thirty again and just it's Working hard yeah yeah, it's just full full throttle all the time. there's like no breaks for us, whereas the workers um uh, they have like they actually have a really good work environment. Like they get an hour off for lunch Mm -hmm. every day. And then they have a second uh, hours kind of lunch when they work overtime. Uh, They have a second one hour slot. So they sleep. Like it's super nice. It's like a fiesta. uh, Siesta, not fiesta, sorry. (laughs) Break time, yeah. yeah. But I, I was surprised by how... Much it felt like my first job. Uh, kind of <laughs> like you sit there and you just work on the thing that you're yeah. supposed to work. And then, yeah, I mean, you just exist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Feels bad to say it, but <laughs> it's like you do what you do and then you get money for it and then you can do what you want to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. It's kind of those you're here just to assemble. You're not here to problem solve. Yeah. Where that's your role. Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Uh, 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 but like they have, a hierarchy of like if you show that you're good you mm-hmm. rise in the company mm. like like always and you could spot the good ones straight away like the ones that really wanted to um like do a good job like the yeah. other ones are like okay we do exactly what you say and we're going to do it exactly like you specify but yeah. mm, nothing more but yeah it's just it's fine you go and tell them to do something slightly different and they do it it's
1: hmm.
2: and they do it really well yeah but the people that stand out are the people that like come and ask you like um is this supposed to be like this and they have a slight mark on the inside and they're unsure instead of just ploughing through right. and you find yeah. it later um so it's like that in every company in the in the swedish one i worked in as well. It's like, it felt exactly like that. And so, yeah, but it's interesting being on the other side, being the person that actually cares about the product.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels bad saying that that way, but yeah, basically. Um, I, I'm curious to, I don't, I don't know how much you can really answer this or how much you want to answer this, but on something big like this, and I know you did a, a Kickstarter project, how does the, Money work is. Do you say okay? This is what we want to do, and they say this is what it's going to cost, and you throw them a chunk of money, or do you wait and give them a partial, and then you see how the product turns out, make sure everything's good. How does that all work over there for doing you know transactions and, and the money aspect? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I'll uh, do the fast version through the whole process. Okay. So, uh, we started making prototypes. Uh, mm-hmm. In the beginning, we just 3D printed stuff, came up with new things and uh, discovered new manufacturing process in the process of designing this thing because uh, you constantly try to find manufacturers um, and they send samples and either you like them or you don't like them. They make it wrong or they... like. It's really frustrating because it takes two weeks to get anything from the factory to you mm-hmm. and then you kind of like feel like you need to move on before you even get the samples. Mm-hmm. And then you get the samples and stuff is not good and you base designs on that. And uh, so, okay, step one is frustration, design <laughs> frustration. Uh, and then it's uh, uh, make the, like you try to find as many man- manufacturers as you can with getting quotes. So you get your price as close as you possibly can to. The product that you're going to sell, like so, you know your what we need to charge for the knife to be able to make some profit.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, so if you have the idea, then you can make a Kickstarter, because um, then you know what the product's going to be, you know what the product's going to cost. Versus
0: yeah. a failed Kickstarter, because yeah, your you your cost overruns kill you. Yeah. Yep.
2: Exactly. You don't think about. Uh, checking how much the shipping actually is and stuff like that. It is, there's a lot of stuff that you take for granted and it kills you. Like yeah, yeah. just the time, like, yeah, fine. If we made a hundred knives, sure, that would be fine. We could do that ourselves in the garage and get them out. Shipping a thousand knives, shipping 10,000 knives like we did, just putting on the labels takes a freaking week. Wow. Like it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's just difficulty in scale, but yeah, uh, Kickstarter. You set a you set a price or like that goal. If the goal is met, then you get the money, and you get all the money that um, the like you see on the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You get that within a week to your uh, account. Then you place the order at the factory, and you pay. Usually, it's fifty-fifty.
4: Okay. 50 So you pay
2: fifty until you pay the other 50 when the last parts are delivered and you agree that everything is done Mm -hmm. um so you're out half of the money straight after and then you have to kind of like there's so many manufacturers you have to keep track of everything what actually happens yeah so it's a lot of Really boring paperwork, Ugh. keeping track of things, and uh, so I had to do that. Uh, <laughs>
1: wow! <laughs> I'm the most that, organized.
2: Oh, it's uh, horrible. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm. No. It's sad to say I'm the most organized in the group. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, it's not the best sign, is it? I hope we can get a first sip of that later. Uh, but oh. it's 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 fine, and then it's. Uh, Yeah, it's just waiting for delivery and getting all the manufacturers to click together at the same time and get everyone to deliver the tolerances you need. Because in this project, it was ridiculous. The tolerances were 0.02 millimeters on certain parts. And it is. Oh, my gosh. That was stupid, I have to say.
0: (laughs) It worked. So the next project, a little bit more slop will be tolerated, right? (laughs) Yeah,
2: a millimeter would be nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, so that's basically it. It's not terribly, like the process isn't difficult in the sense that the steps are very understandable. It doesn't sound difficult find a manufacturer. But that is the... Like that's the most valuable thing. Almost every time when a company uh, is sold, is the Rolodex, like mm-hmm. the the yes. list of good manufacturers. Yes, good uh, people that actually can deliver, and someone trusted them with millions of uh, their own money. Uh,
1: like that is super valuable to other people. Now, were you guys? A little nervous now. Granted, this is a high quality knife, and it's not super cheap. It's not like you're going to Home Depot or Lowe's and buying a five dollar utility knife. This is super high quality with some really awesome features. So you're you're paying money for it. Were you guys a little nervous that you know that you're putting out such a expensive knife that you know, and then you had to to get those standards high? Were you a little nervous that yeah, we can definitely do this? And, and make it's, some money, uh, you know, off of this after all the work we've put into it?
2: It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> like, it, or you're always nervous, of sure. course. Um, right. It was a product that we both believed in. Uh, so I wasn't, I, I knew it was going to go even, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. That's actually, that's what I, like... I, there's always a, a voice in your back, at the back of your head. And you're like, did you think about this uh, wrong? You're like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm pretty sure I know the market. Yeah, oh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, since it's like you can't really. It's difficult to compete with something, a low, price product. It's, yes, it's really difficult to compete with cheap stuff yes. and try to balance the uh, the price versus volume and all that. Mm-hmm. Since we don't have connections with big chains or anything, we can't get them in stores easily right? and, and all that. The worst segment to be is in the middle, for sure, because mm-hmm. you're not a quality product, but your price is higher than the cheap stuff and it's difficult to differentiate in between. Yeah. So yeah. it's more fun as, as well to go for a high quality product. And then you have to charge more obviously for higher quality stuff because yes. it costs more to get tolerance and get good quality, uh, aluminum and all that. Cause we went with like, since I was in charge of it, I like, I want the highest grade of stuff, you know?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. So you like, want reliability. The yeah. Uh, I I can't wait, man. I'm I'm well I don't know how many utility knives I have
3: that
1: won't open anymore.
3: They're jammed up. And I'm
0: like,
1: oh, it's so frustrating at work. Um that's my next question, David. I know I know this thing's built well and obviously you did some durability testing, but I'm just curious, like what are some of the things you put this knife through in in doing your testing to say, Yep, well I'm happy with this, it's it's durable, you know.
0: And we'll tag into that one. Who came up with the, it's not a bottle opener line. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: okay. I'll start with that one. It was, uh, uh, it was basically, I made a joke about it and he's like, that is really good. I think we should go with that. Uh-huh. Like, no, it was a joke. And then I am like, Oh, that's just a really good tagline. Cause you remember it. Everyone yeah. remembers it. Uh, uh, And jokes about it. And now when they start delivering, everyone's open bottles with it. It's great because it's free advertising. (laughs) Because every freaking knife, tool, pocket thing on Kickstarter can open a bottle. It's it's the thing in the video and they highlight it every single thing. We're like, "Ah, no, we are not going to make it possible to open a bottle with it. So. Yeah, let's go with it, it can't open bottles. Um, and it, it worked. The campaign worked. We got uh, funded. I can't remember how many percent it was, but it was a lot. Um, was it 1, 1,300, 1,600, 2,000 percent something?
0: Oh, wow. I can't remember. Somewhere in between. 4,343 backers as of today. So. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. Fantastic. And then
2: we have after that, It's there's a service called Backer Kit. Mm
4: -hmm, mm -hmm. So
2: they continue selling it as a store, basically. So we set how many uh, we have, like an inventory, and it keeps selling it there Mm -hmm. uh, as well. So we continued selling it really well afterwards. So the number on the Kickstarter page don't reflect the The whole thing.
1: Right. So this is actually doing quite a bit better than what you guys probably expected. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cool. So what, what's the ultimate goal in the end then, David? Are, are are you selling what you have made and, you know, that's kind of the end of it and you're going to move on to something else? Or are you actually trying to look to get this product in certain stores or something like that to continue, you know, this to to go and make it, you know, huge? Or what's uh-huh. the goal in the end for Those this? There's going
3: to be versions where there is Bob open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just teasing. Uh
3: The... Uh, Uh,
2: The goal is to have a store of our own that is filled with quality stuff.
1: Gotcha, cool.
2: And uh, yeah, we're going to continue making these. um, And we're probably going to do a Indiegogo campaign. It sounds really weird and stupid because we already did a Kickstarter. Uh This is going to be for... uh, the second batch because we want to keep the price down on parts and we need to order 10,000 parts to yeah, uh, oh, wow. big on scale until you
0: have the revenue base. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds bad but it's actually uh, doing it on a different platform is where some people don't like Kickstarter. Yeah. You like, can't pay through PayPal on Kickstarter. Yeah, that's and right. And a lot of people are like, nah, I don't, I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. Indiegogo yeah. is freer on that aspect. And since it's a product that we know work and we delivered on it, then the risks are a lot lower for the people.
0: Yeah, your R&D is done at this point. You have an established product, you're just trying to make it more economical. Yeah, exactly. So the
2: idea is continue selling knives and develop new products. So we, we started on the next thing. Uh, so I shouldn't say what that
0: is, but is. Multi-tool.
2: Oh, it's a, it's a very premium
3: bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rocket-powered rocket bottle opener? Make a glow-in-the-dark version so when you drop it under a pallet, but, you can find it. <laughs> I'll tell you, I wish, I wish but, my buck knives were glow-in-the-dark. Because uh-huh. when I'm butchering a deer in the middle of the night, I'll lay it down somewhere and I'm, I'll forget about oh, it. Oh yeah. And then it's like, oh, man. But if it was glow-in-the-dark, <laughs> I could find this thing right <laughs> there. I mean, you can use a flashlight and look around, but it's pretty tasking. <laughs> looking for a bug knife. And, and <laughs> Welcome wits. to RC After Hours. <laughs> yeah,
2: sorry, I <Somewhere>, <laughs> got off topic. No, the, I love you, Mike. I love, no, no, no. I love how your mind works. <laughs> What's <laughs> your other hobby?
0: So um, when I was when uh, I was building that, that foam board bomber, all I could think of was, I wish I had the knife because it would have been like, yeah, this is what I, I bought need this it for thing it. for. Yeah. So. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it arriving.
2: Yeah. yeah, and the ceramic blades are uh, freaking gold when you cut foam. Wow. It's yeah, fantastic.
0: the bevels in that because, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm using that for my bevel tool. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's funny.
3: <laughs> now, now, stick now, with the knife on it. Now, is this available <laughs> online right now? That was just going to get I, I, to. I'm is. curious. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right. For our listeners.
2: Uh, yeah, via Backer Kit. And if you go to makerknife.com, you get to that page and you can order it. Problem is. We've run app. Uh, oh, wow. And, uh, I was
3: going to say, right after the show, I'm going to order a couple. <laughs> you know, that's my goal here for me yeah. to stay in.
1: Um, and just in case, we got some people who just kind of joined us too here on Facebook. Um, if you, I believe it's on your page, right? The product advertisement. Is it on the RC, or, um, RC Explorer page? Um, what I you I can't need? remember. The advertisement for the Maker Knife. So people can go okay. check it out. Look at it, see, see what it what, what it yeah, actually is, true. how it works. I think, you know, because us just talking about a knife, you don't really get the concept of what this really is. Oh, yeah, you well. should probably describe yeah, it to our uh, listeners a little bit. Well, right.
3: That is a very
2: good uh, point. If you go to uh, uh, just search maker space knife mm-hmm. and uh, you'll see the Kickstarter. That's the best place to see it. Okay. Uh, and uh, there's a promotional video and there's GIFs that shows how it works and pictures and text there. Um, but the with words, it is a pocket tool, which is a utility knife, as in it uses the trapezoidal utility knife blades, uh, which is the... Uh, pyramid-shaped blades that mm. you can flip around so that you have two good edges. They are dirt cheap. Like, you can get them anywhere. They're super cheap. They're so useful. I'm sure people in our and, hobby
3: are quite aware yeah. of, of the utility knife blades, cutting foam and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so this – yeah, people know about it. And luckily, the yeah, the hobby kind of crosses over because if I tried to tell this to – Uh, my acquaintances that don't understand the making community at all. It's like, it's so freaking difficult right. Okay. So you made a utility knife, uh, you know, the one you can get for a dollar in the store for, for $50. Right. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Depends on where you are. 40 euros. Yeah. Uh, Canada. It's expensive. (laughs) It's, uh, it's worth or, it, man. It's worth it. Uh yes, it's a lot of money. Uh if I say it like that. Uh still quality versus price, you know. It's uh expensive is a relative term. Uh so it uh, it, it um it
3: retracts and uh uh in in, our, in like a switchblade scenario almost. I know. yeah, you can tune it. I mean, trying to explain it to listeners, I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's... the best thing to do. It, it is hard to describe, and I don't want people just to go on the site and look at it and go, "Whoa, that's expensive." They need to really look at the product video and see how it works and how it's made and, and the details and and like David was talking earlier, the tolerances that they're putting into this thing. It really is a quality tool. Tool, yeah, exactly. It's not just a you know a dollar you know utility knife. So they definitely need to go yeah. see the product video page and look at it and see how it was designed and what they went through. And, and you know, talking with David, hopefully they're listening to the podcast and, and can see what what they what you guys have been through to get the, the tolerances and the...
3: Another visual for what I think of is like a cigar cutter. I mean... Oh, yeah, kind of. Uh, just just little similar. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not that, but, right. <laughs> but that's the kind of appearance that I think of sometimes right, when right. I see this knife. The inspiration
2: here was, uh, like, we love utility knives and carrying it every day. Mm -hmm. It's super useful. If you haven't ever carried a knife, like, it's, uh, there's so many times that you want to use a knife, Mm -hmm. but you don't have one. So, you, like, use your keys or you just make do with other stuff and you don't really think about it unless you have used a knife, if you had a knife with you because i didn't fully like i i want it i wanted it in my pocket i wanted to use it but i didn't realize how much i actually use it i'm Mm -hmm. i feel
3: naked without some kind of knife on me at all times Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's always aggravating when i go to like a basketball game oh yeah they they do go through the x-ray mirror like oh there i lost another one because i don't go back (laughs) to the car to freaking put (laughs) in the glove box or something right uh. Oh wow That's such an American problem <laughs> <laughs> I hate it I'll go to the airport so, And I'll forget it's in my yep. pocket Or something yep. I'm like oh man yep. There's another knife yeah. I'm not gonna go back yep. and Try to store Yep. I don't know how many knives uh, I lost in yeah, so, the security It's ridiculous
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> The difference is If you buy a utility knife uh, At the hardware store They're huge like, Oh yeah. yeah
3: Oh yeah uh, but I mean, and they're rattly and like mm-hmm. they're, not and they're not reliable made to the at all. because no. I, I was so frustrated with one I kept in my car. It would not spring. My aunt ended up buying me another one because she's like she saw me fitting with it. Yeah. Like I had to take it apart <laughs> just to extract the oh, yeah. knife. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh, this wow. is sad yeah. <laughs> that I'm doing this.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the difference here is something that you want to carry every day and you want to be small and light.
3: It's definitely compact
2: yeah sure. so that's the idea there wasn't any that we wanted to carry ourselves so this is basically a a a tool made for us uh and we're kind of selfish uh like we have to sell it as a product in a, in order to be able
3: to have it ourselves as well i wonder if <laughs> i can put <push laughs> your deer with it or like Oh my. Field dress one. I'm going to have to try, <laughs> put it to the test. <laughs> it works for field dress. It is,
2: like, it's not made for uh, people that, like, construction working or stuff like that would cut plaster board, Like, that would be death for it. Right. Because the tolerances. And that thing, if it gets slightly wet, like, it's going to gum this thing up pretty mm. good. So it's yeah. more for, hobby. Uh, yeah, hobby use or. Yeah, stuff like that. It's extremely useful, but it doesn't do everything. It's right. better be really good at something than
1: uh, poor at everything.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: so real quick, um, the first batches, I guess you know, went through Kickstarter, or whatever. The uh, some are already on their way. I take it.
2: Uh, we ship most of them now. Okay. There's some left.
0: Like Andre's knife?
2: Um, like Aunt, yeah, like Andre's.
0: It went alphabetical, didn't it? Yeah. I should have taken my wife's name.
1: Of course, when it, oh, when Andre's nine hours away and I send him a Christmas card and it takes a month to get there, so I kind of understand the situation, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, Actually, Dave, what was the ratio for black to uh, to silver?
2: Oh, good question. It's uh, 61 versus 39%. Uh, oh. So silver is the lower. Mm.
0: Wow. Uh, so I it, was, well, yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. It was
2: different. Yeah, I thought it would be less silver actually.
0: Really? Uh, yeah. Because
2: I've been bouncing back and forth. I like. I really like the black one, and I didn't like the silver one, and now I'm stuck in the silver one. <laughs> like I've been going back and forth.
0: Yeah. Wow. You need one of each so you can coordinate with your clothes, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. there you go,
2: <laughs> <laughs> And your handbag, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm put, well, like, what like phone am, like, am I gonna go with? Am I gonna rock the black one or? <laughs>
1: yep okay Uh, so so people listening to this if they're interested and they go watch a video or whatever and they want one what's the best way to go check this out and order a maker knife
2: Uh, go to makerknife.com and you will get to the uh, uh, the backer kit page and there you can order one now that's the only place that has the order system now if if And then we're going to do an Indiegogo very shortly to Mm -hmm. be able to start the next round of stuff. So you're not going to be able to get one today. You're not going to be able to get one super soon,
3: but uh, you will get one eventually. (laughs) So if if I go and order one... I'll eventually get one. That's what <laughs> yeah. you're saying. Yes. Okay. A- exactly. I'm going to do that do regardless.
2: Not, <laughs> I don't do care when I have high Do not I have it. high expectations. Yes. On the okay. I,
1: I have very low expectations. <laughs> like,
3: so
2: I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So anybody listening to the podcast, if you're interested, go check out the product video first. I highly recommend it. It is cool. It is really it good. Is cool. And go order a Maker Knife. Go to MakerKnife.com and order one. And I think you'll be really happy when you get it. I can't wait to get one in the
3: lab and show my friends.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, moving on a little bit, David, I want to talk a little little bit about Rocket Knife.
3: (laughs) Oh, really?
1: Yes. That's old school. No, I I love Rocket Knife. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) First of all, I already had a couple questions here on Facebook. Where is the Rocket Knife? What happened to everything? The sled, the knife? What is it still there? Did you trash it? Is it hanging on your wall? What's going on with Rocket Knife?
2: It's hanging on my wall. Uh, mm-hmm. Both sleds. Uh, I have I have two working sleds. Uh-huh. Uh, one that has a katana attached to it. <laughs> and the other one is the stabbing configuration, uh, which I welded on the knife forward to stab things. Uh, so those are still good. You can use those. But the track is cut into four pieces. Oh no! no. Oh.
3: Uh, so you're getting yeah, a track, out. I assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's a loop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a loop. <laughs> Just that keep funny. <laughs>
3: <it>. <laughs> Just keep putting things on it as it's going. Uh, <laughs>
0: spirals.
3: <laughs> it would be. Uh, it
2: was a lot of fun to do. Like mm. it was a crazy uh, idea, and it, it was a lot of fun because you could do it. My brother. And my wife and his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I was always watching just, you guys
3: on, on those episodes. Absolutely. Good time. Yeah.
1: So, uh, uh, curious though. I, though
3: I, I cut him off. What were you going to say with, with your brother and the stuff? I'm sorry. I have no clue. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> I'm bad at that. Forward. sorry.
1: So, out of curiosity, down the road, is there anything – possible with bringing rocket knife back or doing a whole nother set of episodes or trying something a little bit different? Uh,
2: Something different, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see a little bit. I I usually get bad impulses and then we try stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have, I have five rockets, so I can't do very bad things. Like I, I am going to do a rocket plane. The problem is I need an airframe stiff enough, enough. Yeah. to be able to handle it.
3: That thrust. Uh,
2: yeah, the The one in the rocket plane episode on flight tests, mm-hmm. that has an impulse roughly one-fiftieth of what this rocket has.
1: Wow. <laughs> so I do need something uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Wow. Oh, you know what we need? Next time, I don't know when you're going to be back in the States, but we still have a plane sitting over here to ready to blow up. Uh, oh yeah. So I think David would be the perfect person. Yeah, to he can, all he this can help up. us do it at least a little safer.
3: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he thinks outside the yeah. box on safety
1: more right. so than I do. Yeah. So uh, we no, got to keep that in the mind. The box, Mike. <laughs> um, uh, I'm curious to know with rocket knife though, did it, Go better than you expected, like as far as everything you did and the views and the you know, uh, getting it out there to the public on YouTube. Were you happy with it, what it did, or were you expecting more? H- how do you think everything turned out with Rocket Knife?
2: I was hoping it was good, gonna go better, mm-hmm. it but it wasn't a like complete failure or washout. It uh-huh. was, it was okay, like it was held its uh, own it did i made money Mm -hmm. and uh it was uh yeah it was fun so it like it it just over expectations or like the 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 bar i had which is like you always wish it was far over it but Mm -hmm. yeah some episodes did uh catch on and uh, yeah yeah so i got a
0: yeah but is it is it that that, you know, input versus output ratio. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. like an episode probably is, what, 10 hours between shooting, prep, build, and all that stuff, you know? So it's a, it's it's got to be worth something if you're deciding you're going to go and invest, you know, whole hog in, exactly. in the strategy, right? Yeah.
2: Exactly. And you kind of have to do it in batches. Mm-hmm. So you have to invest uh, a specific amount of time to even start like you shouldn't really shoot one episode if you plan to build a whole track set up a system learn about the rockets and uh make the rockets Mm -hmm. and all that it's a lot of time before you get to the first episode so you kind of have to go uh in the beginning we decided like okay at least this many episodes and or just go for it we uh the amount of money we put in was something we were prepared to lose all of it and it was it would yeah. be fine. Because uh, you should never.
1: Uh, yeah. The, the opposite Don't the is really bank bad. on
0: YouTube. Yeah. Don't bank the farm on YouTube. Yeah, for <laughs> no, sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and the crazy so, thing with YouTube yeah. is it could be. Six months, even a year later, David, somebody could pick up on this and go, holy crap, where, why didn't I see this? And boom. It, like Bigfoot, two yeah, years and they saw me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Basically> like, <laughs> like Bigfoot. Yes, exactly. You know, and two years later, 60 million views. 67 million yeah, views. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's crazy. So it, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Michael Upton is calling you the Swedish Elon Musk. <laughs> that's pretty good, I like. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I sent
2: cars into space. Almost, yeah, you're right. Yep, exactly.
1: Um, yeah. So you know, I was thinking about you know talking about the uh, the rocket knife and two. You got to wonder, like, if this was three, four years ago, I think it would just be off the charts on YouTube. But it seems like in today's world, you almost got to do something completely over the top because we're so desensitized with things people are doing nowadays and trying to top each other on whatever their videos or b- whatever it is you know what I mean so yeah,
3: it's like everyone's yes. trying to go viral yeah <laughs> exactly so but that's uh,
2: uh, how YouTube works though that's yes the, the premise currently sure. of YouTube because mm-hmm. the only way you make money is through views mm-hmm. the only way you yeah. get views is going viral
1: yes yeah. Uh, yeah
2: you can have the different approach where you make good quality uh videos for a specific group hmm. uh, like you yeah. can make really good uh like um make videos for instance or like uh, this old tony for instance he makes machining videos it's ridiculously good mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorite channels the way that he uh, he works is he gets paid through patreon um yes. so yeah. people go there and you support the your favorite person by actually giving some of your own money yep. in order to get what you want back. Right. And that current that system is they're testing it on YouTube. And that could actually change completely how YouTube works. Oh, if, that's interesting. If it works like I want uh uh-huh. it to work we'll see so you can actually go there and sponsor or like join I think the button is called some channels have it so you can it's basically like YouTube gaming is the same thing Mm -hmm. is the exact same thing Uh, so they're trying to move that over to normal videos and that would be gold because then I could do uh, like people like me uh, we could make really good RC videos without trying to make them viral like super crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean you can educational videos sure. without
3: that people regularly yeah, it's subscribe going crazy. like a, a television mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. that they tune in on and then can support. exactly it's
2: more like yeah it's more that way where uh yeah you could be more focused as well instead of yeah. trying to appeal to
1: a the mass audience yeah. yes i agree
0: Yep. Well, that's it that's it and you know like it, it, as content creators it's there's just points where you're just you know out of energy to do yes. something that's that's meaningful and like it's like okay what's the point right and then you know we get some really awesome emails and it's funny Chris and I we always have that conversation you know we always do the checkpoint have we reached all our goals Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. we, you know, have we peaked at what we want to do, and and then I always come up to the point saying it's January, let's not make any rash decisions, <laughs> and then we get some really awesome emails about people who come back, like the viewers, and you know, and, and it's funny because I, I often forget go on YouTube and go on uh, sorry iTunes and you know leave those ratings and reviews and everything because that helps us out, but it's those comments that come back and drive us. Say, you know, people come back and say, hey, thanks for doing a two-hour podcast. I have a horrific commute yes you guys make it that much more manageable and it's funny because that's you know sometimes it drives Mm -hmm. you know here we are in the middle of some really terrible weather we should be out flying but you know we'll we'll do bench talking
2: yeah uh, yeah it's uh there is a market is wrong but there are people that want things and currently the system is built
0: yeah different
2: Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, podcasts are fantastic though because it's not kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's more niche, and you can talk a lot right. without <laughs> trying to edit it down. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to you yeah. don't have to be murder on the on the editing table.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, so that's oh. it. It's um. It, it's 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 whatever we can produce you know and, and not yeah spend hours editing because when we're doing that that means we can't be doing things that are creative and that's what also fuels us you know like it's exactly. to sit there and do a build and that's what i did over the holidays and that that brought you know so much joy to me just being able to cut something up and make something again <laughs> going yeah hey look at that mm-hmm. i can design something and it flew awesome. <laughs> yeah. it's, yes yes it's, that's what's important right yeah so uh,
2: yeah hopefully for- hope uh, YouTube changes there too uh but yeah broken knife went okay that's that's the uh, final answer
1: okay question uh, uh yeah the other question i had for you is you know what's going on in the rc world for you have you do you've you been missing it have you flown anything lately have you got your dlg out over you know the summer or fall any tri-copter or, or, yeah reasons, any what's anything. what have you been flying or, or or if anything
2: i am currently right now designing a long-range tricopter
1: wow really <laughs> You hear yes. that, Yes, so I laser cut that, a couple
2: of uh, prototypes hey, already, and that. I'm doing the... Hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, so I'm sorry. going to cut a carbon version maybe tonight or tomorrow morning
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and do the first test flights. Uh, but yeah, I, it's something that is... Com- it's funny, we're coming back. First, there was the TriCopter before, the TriCopter V3 and V2-2 uh four was eight inch props mm-hmm. and now and and then it went down oh, oh look he even has one look at that
1: wow that is a yeah man that still is yeah. a beautiful piece of art right there <laughs> it really is i mean so <laughs> simple
0: it is yep. so
2: basic and it is yeah. it works that was the it's uh slow, stable, swooshy. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. So it's basically that, but made in a smaller form factor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you can drop it in your bag. You can still fold it okay. and you can actually fit it in the backpack a little bit easier than the old version because now it went from at uh, 10 inch props, 18 prop straight down to five inch props. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sat there for a long time. Now it started creeping up to six, and then 7 It Eight hasn't really gotten there yet since I have a tricopter. Larger props, more efficient. Eight inches is a really good mm-hmm. spot to be for a tricopter because you get more disc areas. So you still cover that, and you still get low RPM. So it should be uh, efficient. So I'm hoping to get good
3: distance out of it. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to get at because you're you're relying on battery power and all that for long range. I mean, there's, yeah. you got to be extremely efficient. I would think. To get to yeah, go long so range.
2: <laughs> it's the it's the name of the game. It's a different challenge.
3: Sure, it's
2: about uh, it's some people are getting a little bit bored about uh, with the very high tempo videos where it's a lot of flips and rolls and that. Yeah,
1: totally agree with you, a hundred percent. It's like yeah, I almost get nauseous <laughs> watching. Like, okay, how many flips and rolls? Uh, yeah, and I know, and not like, that it's not impressive. Yeah, but it does get like it gets
3: old. There's thousands
1: of them uh, out there now. now. Yes. yes, there's nothing. Yeah, I totally agree with you, hundred um, percent. Long range so, scenery yeah, hoping, would be awesome. Yeah. Go up a mountain or something. Uh, there was a question exactly. on here. Let's see. Michael Upton wanted to know: Is the bi-copter still around? It is still being sold. <laughs> uh It's
2: uh. Doing good compared to what I thought because it's really a, is a novelty item. Uh huh. Wow, Andre is showing his KK2 <laughs> tricolor. Oh my
1: gosh. Wow,
2: She
0: still flies. It's still beautiful. Uh, that is it's not insane. A floppy quad, that's for sure. Look at that thing, eh? <laughs> KK oh That is
1: unbelievable.
0: That's back when you uh, re- really, really
1: had to know how to fly something, like uh, really yes. beyond on this your toes. Thing,
0: this thing and I have, have had a few arguments, you know, and it's oh, like yeah. you're, you're flying along and all of a sudden you're like, why is the back end? Oh, dear. And you're watching the footage. This is the one, if anybody's ever watched the video, uh, I've simultaneously lost and crashed this thing. Uh, this is the one the prop spun off on yes. one, the whole motor detached one yep, time. Yep, yeah. This is a very special <laughs> piece of kit for me. So yeah, wow. Uh, yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, in my days if we flew with four gyros. There yeah. were no flight
0: controllers. <laughs> right. And uh, oh, today
2: it, they're running eight k uh, loops. Uh, so it's updating the motors. 8,000 times oh my per second.
0: Wow. And then your feedback on your, uh, and the feedback on the servo, right? That's the big change.
2: Yes. Uh, but uh, the point from back in the day, you could actually have something fly. The gyros were 50 hertz, <laughs> 50 <laughs> times a second. Oh and today gosh. you're flying at Eight 8K is the standard. You can do 32K stuff wow. in, the, in the loop and compared nice. to 50. uh but yeah uh still trying to get the the tricopter to survive there's not too many of us that's pulling for it (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) but that's we well that's my next question the one you're developing now obviously uh you're looking at all the new technology uh working with that into the new tricopter what what are some of the gains and differences you're seeing or is it Quite a bit easier to fly now with the, the new technology, but what do, you, what do you see as far as improvements with it? Uh,
2: the most uh, substantial improvement is the hardware.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, kind of um, uh, both, actually, but it's motors are much more efficient because there's so much more money spent on development, and okay. they're well-balanced. Mm-hmm. Uh, small, efficient, power hungry though. It's like, you have to know how to match a prop to a motor, right. which, uh, the multirotor community, uh, today, the mini quad racer stuff, they don't care at all. Right. Really. I haven't seen a good, like the old days where you have calculators to be <laughs> as efficient as possible to get 12, uh, 12. Grams of lift per watt and stuff like that. Now it's, they're really uh, ecstatic about getting three. Mm. Like it's it's a, a different world, but also firmware has gotten so far. Like, yes. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, but the development has gone two quads. Um, like there's nothing for tricopters in the mainstream, so we have to be a couple of people fiddling on uh, the forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does work though. It there's been like we take advantage of everything that the quad world has done for yeah. the hobby, which is, is a huge. Like, yes. Uh, but then we add the 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 tail stuff. Uh, so we have a servo that. Has feedback, so the flight controller knows where the servo is at all time. Uh, so there's a closed feedback loop instead of before you tell the servo to do something, but I have no clue where it actually <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, so it is getting better. Mm-hmm. Everything is getting better t- thanks to the mini quad scene for sure. Uh, have you tried success yet? Uh, tried what? A success battery. Oh yeah, I yeah. did that. I did that on the DT seven fifties. <laughs> oh, Jesus! S right. I mean, on DT seven fifties? Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't work. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Would it last thirty seconds and they exploded? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh,
2: like the yeah, That's it, it doesn't bit. take it. The no. uh, the problem no. back in the day was also uh, desyncing. Mm. Like even on four S was a huge yes. issue because yeah. the speed controllers were not fast enough mm. to. Yeah. Uh, to shoot the faces correctly so you got desync and the thing fell out of the sky hmm. and desync you, is when the the speed controller doesn't know where the motor is so he shoots a face wrong and the motor stops
4: oh jeez <laughs>
0: yeah, <So> the,
2: <laughs> yeah those, that's bad yeah uh, it's an old time problem
0: Are well, you, so on, on your newer designs are you getting away from the ESCs being close to the motors or are you going with a stack now it's basically
2: a stack. Mm, uh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, it's uh since it's uh, since I'm making it smaller, it's a lot easier to mm. actually have stuff everywhere because before the motors are so far out,
4: yeah,
2: uh, that you had to either have three wires going to the motor, which is more weight than two. Mm. That was basically the decision of having the ESCs yeah. out there and back. Then ESCs weren't as efficient, so they needed cooling.
0: Mm, it was yeah. a
2: very bad idea to put them inside of a frame.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that tightly stacked. Yes.
2: Yeah. So uh, stuff is different, very different. So now it's uh, totally worth even having the uh, the four in one stack for yeah. ESCs in one. And uh, just use three. It used to be horrifically bad to have one because they exploded every fourth <laughs> flight. But uh, now they're really good because you have current sensing and everything. So they last. So it's uh, something that is worth having
0: today. I can't wait to see this, man. I yeah, really can't me wait too. It Sounds interesting. Completely. Me too. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Goal of the thing is really far flights. I also want to go above the clouds again. Yes. Really <laughs> I love that. it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> one idea I have that I, I'm not sure I'm going to do it, but I want to recreate the the scene from Maxi- Matrix 3 when they get above the clouds mm-hmm. with the Nebuchadnezzar, the yeah. the ship, and they never seen the sun. Correct. Like, oh, that's awesome. so they,
3: that, yes, I remember it's that It's complete scene. darkness Completely.
2: underneath, and they dive up through the this cloud the layer, sun. Yep, and it's just gorgeous. Absolutely. And they, then it falls down again. But I want to do that. It's like raining or something and then you just punch, punch it, it and you just let it sit and you hope for the best and see so, <laughs> and you get all above the clouds and you're like wow it's awesome and then battery runs out <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bye. so we'll see that would be uh i, I dreamt about it and like uh thought Sounds about awesome. putting an air canister with a little uh, thing pointing at the lens so when you get above there you can actually blow up the lens so you can see <laughs> instead of having and raindrops uh, over the whole station
1: thing. And stuff, uh, yeah. that's funny because Buck yeah. Stamps just said he'd <laughs> like to see a, a another uh, near space episode using the tricopter. Oh, I'll
3: lift, lift, that, be, lift yeah. that with a balloon instead, <laughs> and then drop yeah. it. <laughs> to send with um, it. that would be interesting. And uh. then also,
1: your big supporter Frank uh, DeBro said uh, if you need a um, t- t- beta tester for it, let him know. He'd be he'd love to beta test for you.
3: Or better yet. Praying. Better yet, <laughs> yeah, take sure. take the hydrogen balloon up and then launch, then elevate with the tractor yeah. even higher than <laughs> <laughs> what the balloon can do. The size of the props
2: <laughs> on that thing would It'd be, be cold. huge. Uh, oh, yeah, Patrick. yeah, yeah.
0: Cause you would have <laughs> at that, that altitude, that have like no stuff. control. Yeah. yeah There's no air right. to grab.
2: <laughs> That's the problem. Sure. <laughs>
0: Be careful blowing off the air on the lens. You might ice it up. There's yeah. another valid point. Oh, yeah.
3: good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. It becomes free oh, spray this, <laughs> instead of uh, <laughs> air at that point. I can't see.
0: <laughs>
3: You're making it worse. Yes.
0: Uh. <laughs> So now, now you need a lens heater. Yeah. <laughs> the you have to get
1: like the like the older planes a little alcohol injector on the lens, you know, to get the ice <laughs> off of it. Oh
0: boy! Oh boy! Yeah. So now your fifty pound tricopter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's long range. You can yeah. you can lift off the ground, and then your flight is done.
0: Wow! <laughs> Jeez, well, that is so. That's, that's the is...
2: idea. Make it as light as possible. Yep. Have space enough to be able to run the good old 900 megahertz, 1.3 to get good range. Uh, have long range system on there. Put a GPS on it. Uh-huh. Like it's supposed to be as light and small as possible, but still be able to carry all the stuff and a huge battery. Of course, uh, I know yeah. the battery 4S, technology. Are you gonna, is you just, gonna
0: stick with 4s? Uh,
2: probably 4s or even 3s. Mm, nice.
0: Because
2: there's a good reason for it. Lower cell counts sucks for efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the problem is there's no motors that are really good for high efficiency on high number of cells.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's not there yet. No,
2: no, because hmm. uh, like the standard was uh, 2,500 kV uh, for a long while there. Mm-hmm. So if you ran those on two S with a large prop, they're really efficient.
0: Oh. Okay. Instead okay. of
2: delivering a high amount of uh, of current in a very short amount of space uh, or time, this they are very efficient, strong magnets, high-quality bearings and everything, well-wound, very tight tolerances to have the magnets close to the stator. Um, so you can draw um, some benefits from that scene using it in a different way. So 3S would give you better... Performance with the same kind of motors in the same range. But I'm thinking 4S and a 1600 kV ish 2207 or 2307 ish motor. That should be very efficient. We'll see. I'm doing testing.
1: Oh, that's sweet. I'm so excited that the tripod is not dead. This is great. Mm -hmm. I'm Um. trying, man. Let's see. Another question was out from Alex, David. How are the laws in your area with RC? Are you having the same issues that we are here with the strict limits?
2: Currently, it's uh, it lifted again.
1: Mm-hmm. They
2: had, uh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of. Basically, you technically couldn't do anything. Fly, yeah, you RC. were telling
1: us you couldn't fly FPV anywhere, right?
2: No, uh, you can fly fpv at all you could fly a normal aircraft and it was fine mm-hmm. uh but uh now it's you can do it it's fine you don't need a permit or mm-hmm. anything if you want to post on the on the youtubes uh you still have to technically have a permit uh, oh. or have the uh uh the footage uh, looked at by the uh Uh, the military basically so you don't show anything (laughs) yeah so you don't show anything that you can already see on google earth yeah uh but yeah uh it's fine like it's uh it's still not at least in the parts of sweden that i've been it's not considered bad Mm yeah or like it's not a uh, like it was in the uh, in the States there for a while where people shot at drones and it was in the news all the time. Like it's not really that same amount of stuff. People are still interested instead of scared, mm-hmm. luckily. Good. At least yes. uh, what I've seen. Uh, but now after the Heathrow incident... Oh, geez, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was pretty darn bad. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's still... People still don't see it as a means of destruction yet.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Right, right. Nope. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, you can you can fly FPV. It's fine. Technically, good. you should uh, still stay within uh, line, line of sight.
1: sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, yeah, that's it. Mm,
1: good.
3: So um, your, your eagle vis- is just going to have a really big. Vision going. Uh,
0: oh yeah. yeah. well, wow, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh. Subserv- even observer will just, you know, have a set of like, binocular, you know, binoculars.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I still see oh, it binoculars it's right there. is not
2: not allowed with binoculars. Just yeah. normal sight, uh, uh, got Non-aided. Then I, but non-aided. if you put hundred watt LED on it, I mean, you can see it pretty far.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah. I like that idea. Awesome. Yeah, you, awesome. you're going to end up shutting down Gatwick from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot to ask you, though, on the long-range tricopter, are you looking into your own system, or are you uh, testing with something like Eagle Tree, or 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 what are you doing with that? How's that working?
2: Um, starting out with uh, the... Uh Normal stuff, the uh, the it's normal big. flight controllers, so to speak, the mini quad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like doing the Kakuta, uh, uh version two that I have in the store, adding GPS to that. Okay. Which, and then you can run. I don't really need. I don't need waypoints.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if the people that would buy the tricopter would use waypoints on that kind of system. So I'm not terribly right. Word about it. It's basically mostly to get an arrow pointing home. Yes, and it would be very nice to get returned to home. Yes, it's a fantastic safety feature. Right. Yes, uh, but that's it. You're kind of. I'm now. I'm putting my uh, values on other people here, which uh, Chad says you shouldn't. But here I go. <laughs> uh, I think it should be about navigating, like knowing your
1: surroundings.
2: Uh, yeah, because yep. it's amazing when you get up. You have no clue what's going on anymore. Absolutely, like the first time you go up FPV, everything looks so different. Yes. so that's one of the charms with long-range FPV. You get to see what it's like really flying. Mm-hmm. Like you're, if you fly far, you have to navigate by certain landmarks. Yep, and yep.
1: Dead you have reckoning, to keep track it, of yep.
2: the battery. Like it's more like flying. You know, like you have to keep track of your headwind and Tailwind because when you turn around, you sure as heck is not going to go as fast if you had a headwind when or a tailwind when you were going out.
4: Yep. Stuff uh, like
2: that has
1: bitten me before. Yep. You learn. Chad Capper can attest to that one real well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And I know, I know, (laughs) honestly. From fishing, I mean, we would go out and drift all day. Oh, yeah. And we only had a compass out at Lake We couldn't see land. And oh, my gosh. Well, we gosh. knew to get oh, back wow. to land, but you're like, okay, do we go left, yes. right? Oh, Which yeah. Are, oh, my we're gosh. We were, we were so scared we were going to run out of fuel before we got oh, back to where the gosh. truck was. It was a scary situation. That was the day my dad bought a Lorenz. Because <laughs> they're like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> You're looking at different factories on the line. You're like, I Is that think the that's one? the one we yeah. took off right.
1: from. Oh, it was bad. Wow. Real bad. Interesting. All right, David, real quick before we let you go. We've had you on here for quite a while. I love talking to you. But can you tell us at all? We know you're heading down to or heading over to Italy here soon, getting back with Jamac. Uh why can't I Giacomo? say his name? Giacomo. <laughs> Giacomo. Geez, a whiz. Uh, can you tell us kind of what's coming up in the future or what you might be working on or what we have an idea? Because uh, I don't want to uh, wait. I don't want to wait as long as we did to talk to you again. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's going to be the the long-range tricopter I'm going to work on at the same time mm-hmm. as uh, everything else. But I have <laughs> such a bad influence on that guy uh, because – like uh since now we made some profit from the knives mm-hmm. we we're, we're investing that straight into the company again by okay. buying machinery oh. and a new workshop, so wow. we have a lease for a a place that is uh two and a half thousand square meters. oh my God Whoa! <laughs> oh. you're, killing
0: oh, oh, you're killing me you're killing me it is
2: huge, absolutely enormous and like I, sh- I showed him that uh, foreclosure auctions are amazing, and yeah. now yeah. we have uh, CNCs, three of them that weighed the the lightest one was thirty tons. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I mean, it does. It costs less than a a decent machine. Uh, wow! A really small one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because no one can buy them. It's just another company that can buy it normally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like they're old, which is fine. They work exactly the same as new ones. They yeah. run the same G code. Everything's yeah. fine. It's actually usually higher quality steel and stuff. The construction was always overkill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we got some really good stuff from that. And, Yeah, we bought so many things.
3: Oh my god, like tons. Oh my gosh, that is how do you transport? You don't. You don't don't transport it. Exactly, it's built into. Uh, Yeah, we
2: had. uh, Yeah, we had the the crane uh, trucks, and you put them as close as you can to the Mm. truck, and you lift it up on the bed. Yep. And we had it actually towed two machines. Uh, one huge truck It was amazing. And the drive is three hours. Oh, oh my they- gosh. So they drove through the night driving really slowly. Yeah. Uh, and we, so we went home, slept, and then we picked them, we met them at, uh, before they got
3: to the factory again. <laughs> like the <laughs> poor guys. <laughs> so they actually did transport those machines. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yes,
3: they did. Uh, is. That's <laughs> a a <laughs> like moving a transformer, <in> like our distribution <laughs> transformer. or not distribution, exactly. but our substation it's, transformers.
2: It's kind of that size
3: form factor.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, so that and a robot arm which only had done uh, 250 hours, mm. totally worth it. Deep. It can lift 280 ton, uh, <laughs> eight <Dude>. kilos, sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been amazing. 280 <laughs> <laughs> kilos. <I'm trying laughs> to a to robot arm what is that? Over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just going to move some buildings around. Uh, it's uh, uh, So we can have fun on YouTube videos, you know?
1: Ah, uh, got you. The,
2: I've always wanted a robot arm, and uh, this was the perfect opportunity to buy one used. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
1: Where do you look for a robot arm? You, you can't go on Craigslist and look for a robot arm. Where do you find this stuff at? Uh, closure auctions. Oh my it's gosh. Um, real quick, I had a couple questions that you haven't talked about, and I don't know what happened to, and I'm, I'm curious. One, whatever happened to the transmitter you were working on? I know you were really uh, close. Right. You had some um uh I don't it know is, Yeah, what happened to it?
2: It's a fully working prototype. Everything is working. Uh-huh. Hardware is there. Yeah. Uh, I would change the sticks. I wanted to do my own gimbals, but I I didn't that was a lot of that would have been a lot of R and D to get that good. Right. And affordable, uh, so it's it's working. It's done. All the features are working. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Uh, I didn't make a case for it, not a a finished one. I made one that was the one that you saw, and that one the developer of the firmware has. Uh huh. But basically, it came down to
1: costs uh, uh,
2: and bad timing with other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the investment would be substantial to be able to roll those off the assembly line and the chance how things were going in the hobby then it was very very rapid changes so i kind of got scared and then i'm like oh it's already outdated but then it's currently it's not like people are still still want the exact product that we made but Mm -hmm. the problem is okay so if i make it now Will it be outdated when I release yeah. it?
1: Oh yeah, you're
2: still
0: still at the same spot you were right yeah. those years ago. Mm. Yeah. But now you're going to have a factory with all kinds of hardware and tech that you never had at your disposal at your
2: disposal. So, really? <laughs> so I can do a lot of more things now, and we're getting better and better tools, like better 3D printers, better. Yeah. Uh, machine like yeah uh, oh my gosh i haven't told you we have a our own edm machine now which is electro uh electric discharge machining uh, which is you cut steel with a wire that's thinner than this uh than a strand of hair huh okay wow. it, it is really slow, but the cuts are perfect super fine and the tolerances you can achieve is amazing. huh So uh, if you search for EDM uh, tight fit or something, you'll see these uh, amazing shapes that it just comes out of a, another piece. It's like, it looks like a solid piece, but you can pull them apart. That's how close And there's like a snowflake are. Wow. It's so tight. And if you release the part and it's sitting in the uh, in the, the other part, it's the air cushion prevents it from going down. <laughs> it gets the that tight. The tolerances are so tight. Oh, my big.
0: God. Wow. So, uh, is this just for really special things or is this more of a prototyping tool?
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, That's awesome. The specification on it is that you can put up to four-ton pieces into it. So... I mean, you have a limit, so it's kind of only four tons. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, (laughs) oh, oh, it's amazing. Oh,
3: yes, we're gonna have so much fun. Uh, Wow! Holy crap, uh, the things you get to see uh, and and technology and stuff is just unbelievable.
0: Okay, sounds like we need a trip to Italy. Yeah, Yeah. no (laughs) kidding, (laughs) right? Yep, yep.
2: Yeah, the uh, transmitter—it's—it's on ice. Uh, mm-hmm. probably indefinitely, but I am kind of, I'm working on it every once in a while, making a case for it. So I did 3d print one a couple of months ago, uh, which I really didn't like it. Like sometimes when you design things in 3d mm-hmm. and then you print them, you're like, Oh crap, <laughs> this is huge. Yeah, when <laughs> uh, you actually yeah. hold it and like, yeah. it's, Oh, uh, it's bad. So yeah, I'm doing another one. It's, the idea, I, I might as well share stuff. Uh, <laughs> the idea was to have a case made of uh, polyurethane. Uh, is that the word? Yeah, polyurethane. No? Yeah, but it's not.
1: Um P-U? Oh. No. Oh, oh
2: God. Why can't I remember it? Uh, P-U. Yeah, it's
1: polyurethane.
2: Okay. Yeah. This is, oh, okay. Someone in the comments, please say what printable, flexible material is made out of. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, make it out of uh,
2: PTU. PTU, thank you. Um, make it mm, molded, a molded version of that. So, okay. it would be uh, kind of hard rubber. Like, it wouldn't yep. be super soft, like Ninja yep. Flex, but it would be so it would deform. If you drop it, it would absorb the shock. Uh. You would have a carbon fiber plate on. Uh, on the front, which everything was attached to. So it would be a stack of parts. And you have exactly like uh, Andre showing. It's a flexible material. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you dropped it, it wouldn't take damage. Uh, It would just bounce off the ground. It would be very easy to grip and all that. And you could modify the top plate. It would just be a 2D shape. So the files would be out there. Okay, you don't like how the sticks are placed? Yeah, move them. Put <clears> the switch over here and like you could sell different configurations or hmm. have people just mill their own. Uh, so stuff like that, it just makes it basic <laughs> stuff that makes it easier and it should be as small as possible so you can have it in your bag and don't worry about it uh, instead of lugging around these huge transmitters that we have today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're... Scared of moving it because it has yeah. sticks everywhere. Right. Yeah. That yeah. takes off.
1: Uh, yeah. Alex is saying he makes Porsche parts with an EDM and the tolerances are 0. .0004. Nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What measure of yeah. units it that is
3: that? millimeters yeah. or is that <laughs>
1: <laughs> inches?
3: <laughs> <seeing> kilometers. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> thats some big tolerances. Yeah. If it's
2: kilometers,
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh,
2: oh, so a lot of stuff happening. Uh, and it's a shame about the transmitter. I might technically could do limited, like a small run, mm-hmm. hand started stuff, but that would be so expensive to yeah.
0: do. So um, that's what the robots for. Oh, <laughs>
2: hey! He can place with a robot arm that has a reach of three
0: meters.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, You'll figure it out, buddy. Twenty nineteen is still brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is. And real quick,
1: I know a while ago we you kind of hinted a little bit that there could have been some possible airplane ideas that you had. Now I know you're working on the long range tricopter. On so many things. Yeah. It's is crazy. there still anything yeah. in the works about that or is it off the table now? I'm just curious. It's not off the table, mm-hmm. but I
2: haven't been able to work on it in forever. Okay. And it's a, a 3D printed vegan, was what I was oh, thinking. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Currently, yeah. I can't my that would,
2: uh, and that would be the, uh, yeah, I mean, I want a really good, nice looking vegan, and I would make a EDF afterburner on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it would be. <laughs>
0: You know what? I saw a really good video the other day of an afterburner. Like it was, um, it was, uh, it was translucent fiber material hanging off the back. So I mean, oh, yeah. when, it, when it wasn't lit up, it looked goofy. But when it was lit up and the light cycled, it actually looked really realistic. Uh, Motion RC put the video out. Yeah, so.
2: look at flight test. One of the first early episodes. Same thing. Yeah, I did that.
0: Yeah, yeah. A little bit fiberglass. of light. A little bit of yeah, fiberglass. Thank you. That's what it was. Yeah. So yes, David, we, we need more airplanes from you. Yeah, yeah for it sure. would be
2: nice with a, so if we start with a 3d printed plane, that would go, uh, they could go into making a foam version, like a kit version, uh, yeah. out of, uh, uh, EPA foam or something like a real kit was the idea from the start when I had a little bit more, uh, Time and uh, money in the company, which are uh, quite divided at the moment. That would be so cool to have a vegan kit sold all over the world. It would be yep. so amazing.
0: Oh, you know, lots of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, airplanes don't go out of uh, style and, uh, in the same fashion that a, a, a drone does these days. Like, motor sizes, like, literally. A month and the size mm-hmm. of a motor can be uh, like out of fashion. Out of uh, no, I can't use a twenty-two or five anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Watch me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that is the. I mean, I have so many ideas. I have so ridiculously many ideas that I want to do, and it's kind of frustrating not being able to have the time or the energy to do it after you put in all the effort in another project like the maker knife like yeah. yeah uh if i had sometimes i had the time like sundays when i was in italy i had time to do other things but at that point you're just fried from yeah mm-hmm. uh,
3: but uh, your ambition and follow through on your ideas is inspiring to say the least i mean I just can't even believe the things you go follow through. through uh, I don't know about that. Well, you, I mean, you do a lot, though. It's amazing to me how how different how I just, you go different directions and and do other things like that. It's amazing. Yeah, scatterbrained
2: is that's what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> scatterbrained. Uh, I, mean, no, I really you, wish I want to get back to making videos, really, but I can't really do it at the moment. I have too much stuff. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs>
3: Right. Oh my God. Yeah, but
0: you're, you're laying the groundwork for like you know what you probably predict is going to be the next ten years of your life at this point. So yeah, do yeah, what you <laughs> like to do.
2: Actually, yeah, that's a that's a good point there. <laughs> 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 the t- I, like I couldn't plan for the weekend when I was in school, you know. Oh, uh, uh, the way you grew up. Oh, oh man. Sh- sh- we don't uh, use those do- words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah grown-up points like yeah <laughs> crazy lately you know uh, wow but yeah i have some uh stories from china if you want to if you still have time yes if,
1: go ahead for, let's for time for, uh we're co- keeping okay. up on a couple hours but i got time oh, wow. for a couple yeah of we stories. definitely want to hear the yep. stories
2: okay yes i'll do the the two funniest ones at then i guess all right uh since I have a beard now, everything's going right. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in China, it is extremely unusual to see anyone with a beard. Oh wow! Apparently, okay. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I didn't I, actually. I, I mean, it makes sense because I've never seen a bearded. That's true. was that a full bearded problem. Chinese. Chinese. Wow! Until I got there, when people started staring, like <laughs> looking at, them, I'm like, wow. Have I become that handsome? Dude, oh. do, I, do I have
1: Cheetos in my beard? What's going on? <laughs> so uh,
2: and it was the first time it was Giacomo had his camera with him. Oh. I was vlogging and that camera is huge. So I thought everyone was looking at that. We're mm-hmm. carrying around, but then we didn't have camera, the camera with the us sometimes. And <laughs> people were still looking and like looking over the shoulder and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. I didn't think too much of it. And then You're like a Sasquatch sitting, sighting. <laughs> like,
4: wow, we yeah, never saw
2: like, one of those. Uh, and we were sitting at the at the window of a restaurant. And these kids were playing outside, running around. And one kid ran into the window a little bit, or like uh, touched the window. Sure. And he's like, yeah, it was fine. Turned around and saw me through the window and goes... <laughs> The just start out. bawling and runs to his mother. I'm like, oh, I don't feel uh, as pretty anymore.
3: <laughs> you, you were a real creature to them.
2: <laughs>
3: but yeah, it was.
2: Uh, but oh, yeah, man. that was kind of bad. It happened twice. So wow. They're yeah. <laughs> horrified
3: by it. Yeah.
2: Um, other you traumatized times they, that
3: kid for the rest of his life. now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's interesting when people asked about it like uh,
3: at lunches and stuff when huh. or do they at even, meetings. I mean do they shave every day? Is that how they're called? Oh, a lot is? of them I don't think can really you grow even, facial. Yeah, hair. Yeah, That's why I was wondering yeah. if it's that that was
2: the thing, yeah. They don't grow facial hair because <laughs> the yeah, it's usually very sparse. Yeah. Like between their like it, it's not very full.
4: Right. That's interesting. Uh, so,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's really is interesting. uh, uh, So, I asked in some meetings with other people, like, so why aren't there more bearded people in China? (laughs) And they're like, "Um, it's difficult to clean. was one reason. I'm like, and you had Chino. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. as you're weird as you
2: asking yeah. the
3: question. I'm like, hmm, Turkey feet hanging out it from it? the
1: soup bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, really? Oh, huh, never...
3: uh, well, there's that goose tongue. I was you like, can no,
2: you <laughs> could hear. You can really hear. It was basically right. they're trying to come up with a reason uh-huh. for for this being polite. for yeah. <laughs> huh. Like trying something. And one person finally was uh, honest. <laughs> uh She's like, well, why aren't there more people that have beard in China? Oh, no, it's because we don't like it.
1: Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, no,
2: no, no, it looks great on you, though. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: trying to be polite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's like, she's, that was uh, fantastic. So still, uh, when I... When we go to markets and stuff, pick up stuff, like kids run around uh, and look at you, like run to a different aisle and look at you again. Wow. Uh, wow, that's unbelievable. I know. Wow. It's uh, It really feels weird. Uh, but it's pretty cool. You get to, to meet the kids because they run up to you sometimes. Uh-huh. Curious. Yeah, so bend down uh, Like on a knee, and then they're like, oh, 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 and they touch it real uh-huh. quick and run a little bit. <laughs> you like, oh, know, it's fine, it's okay. And they're like, oh. uh, I really, yeah, you really do feel like a creature of some sort. Wow. Yeah, uh, it's just it's different. So yeah, uh, yeah. If you have facial hair, just be uh, be ready for it. Uh, <laughs>
4: That's funny. Again,
2: another I have to grow my mustache
3: back and go to see what they think <laughs> of your got a mustache almost <laughs> <back. laughs> most of no. my life. <laughs> when did you have a mustache? When I was in, from high school up to about the end of college, anyhow.
2: Oh my gosh. It Can was I bad. Picture- uh, porn stash. Actually, I got to talk to wow. Barb. I had
3: it for quite a while because I think it was on my Sterling picture my first day. Oh, we pictures. got to get Barb and get some pictures no, of your porn no, stash. It's bad. Yeah, oh, no. Can
2: we hack his account and
3: put it as a Yes. Facebook?
1: <laughs> oh, yes. We're getting it.
3: Uh, they said you had tube <laughs> socks with the stripes on. i shut up.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, nice. <laughs> Mm. So, if yeah, you uh, they actually are like my nickname in high school. I, I shouldn't even share oh. this was Ku Manchu, <laughs> <laughs> like Fu Manchu, Ku Manchu. <laughs> and you could always go like this <sighs> with his fingers. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> <laughs> is I, a- I have <laughs> nicknames everywhere I work oh. and uh, at school. I have like four different. Nicknames oh, my face my hurts. Life. But yeah, he does. Come here, dude.
4: <laughs> oh man,
3: oh boy, I shared that now. Oh, oh. oh wow, <laughs> it's out there <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, if uh, uh, one more China thing, which is specific to China, is okay. Huajiang Bay. Uh, if you're in Shenzhen, it's uh, the electronics market.
4: Oh, I've heard of this.
2: It's the largest electronics market mm-hmm. uh, in the world. It's huge. Like It's absolutely enormous. And it ranges from rolls of components. Like, oh, yeah, I need uh, eighty oh, uh, 0805 resistors.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: like, yeah, I need 100,000 roll <laughs> one. Like, yeah, you can just go pick it up. Like, literally, there's a,
3: like... A, a roll of resistors. Surf, surface mount resistors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen a Vi- roll can get
2: everything. I've
1: seen videos, yeah, of this place. Really? I yeah, it's, a, I mean, oh, crazy. It's, huh. uh... It's, like, kind of, like...
3: crazy. Digi-key, or, like, our big vendors probably just on display. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, was
1: display. Anything and everything, like, you could get anything from, like, David was just talking about to, like, toy helicopters to, you name it. It was... Everything. Wow. It
2: really, it started out as a place where manufacturers could, and suppliers could have a a little booth, and Mm -hmm. you could go there and see samples Ah, of what they
1: had. Yep. Mm -hmm. And
2: so you get business contact. But then it turned into uh, more like you can actually buy stuff. This is their place they work out of delivering Mm -hmm. components and stuff. So the number of packages sent from that place is amazing. Mm Hmm. Wow. But the thing is, everything is straight from the manufacturer, almost everything. So it's dirt cheap mm-hmm. for the exact same thing that you buy. AliExpress seemed expensive when you're when you're there, like BangGood, like it's twice the price. Huh. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so oh, man, we bought so much stuff. Wow. Uh, so every time we went, we brought a suitcase, a rolling suitcase. And filled it. And then that was the day. Uh, the day's work. we you go back home, go back the next day and fill another suitcase. Uh, so this time, Giacomo, this, uh, this Giacomo bought 50 kilos of stuff to ship home. Wow. So just just some examples better. of
3: some items that you bought just out of curiosity. What components did you get? Just uh, as an example. The very first
2: time uh, I went, I bought switches. Like
3: Toggle Every switches, kind of or slides, Toggle rocker, switches, push switches.
2: buttons, uh, <laughs> indicators. <laughs> uh, like it's so cheap, but it adds up when you buy. Oh yeah, I want twenty of that, fifty uh, of that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. like good quality toggle switches are. Uh, and you can get the they cheap ones. Like stuff from Taiwan is considered very high quality, hmm. which they call Taiwan. Taiwan, <laughs> like what? What is he saying? <laughs> Did you write this word? Oh, Taiwan. Okay, okay. sorry. It sounds so angry sometimes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just basically bought switches and LEDs. I bought a roll of fifty meters of LEDs, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it cost like the the cost of a roll of the the normal ten meter stuff that you get uh, that doesn't have any cover. This was uh, two thirty volt with cover mm-hmm. with. Uh, everything uh like
3: it was amazing what
0: are you lighting up
3: yeah
0: yeah, 50 meters lighting Uh, up that long
3: range (laughs) tricopter that he's got a beautiful line his whole house you know the outside of
0: his house can be seen from the tricopter in the air that's how he's getting home yeah right (laughs) right
2: yeah i mean it's good to have 50 meters you know Uh, you never know yeah for reasons Uh. uh
3: so when you say real, I assume these are surface mount LEDs. I, I'm, I, have, I yes. didn't know. Yeah, he said covers exactly. And
2: so yeah, it's like a ten meter roll compared to fifty meters, uh, and they were pretty good quality RA ninety. So at least that what they said. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, right. I got the higher quality ones, uh, or the ones they charge me more for. <laughs> and they yeah. uh, but it's just amazing. Like there's, it's not just one building. It's multiple buildings. It's like five, six buildings of just stuff like that. Wow. And I would enjoy I it. Th- I would oh, definitely yeah. enjoy that. Me too. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah, it's like paradise, really. <laughs> wow. uh, and it, you just walk around like, oh, yeah, I really feel like buying uh, LEDs. Okay. So floor two and three are
3: just LEDs. LEDs. Sweet. and then so then you have a switch tool. yeah yeah one with switches and <laughs> yeah basically oh,
2: switches and uh, uh, and then like we bought a electronic uh microscope <laughs> just because we like really felt or it was really cool because you can um it comes with a mouse and an interface you hook huh. it up via HDMI to a TV or a screen yeah. okay. and then it has plug like, in a USB mouse and you have a whole menu of things that you can do you can uh, you can measure things. So you zoom mm. in, and I was like, "I want to know how wide this is." On zero point zero two millimeters. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, so that's just, cool.
3: That's real cool. It's
2: amazing. You just drag and drop. So it can over scale the mouse things
3: for you. Yeah. Wow. The image. Exactly.
2: It's really, really neat. And we bought it because we wanted to play with it in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheap enough to. But, I mean, we shipped it back, yeah. but we didn't really have a specific function for it.
3: Oh, Everyone likes That's kind of like we bought a microscope, thought we could do surface mount a little better in our lab. Mm-hmm. But our problem is we had to get the, the lens so close to the part that oh. you couldn't actually physically yeah. work at it. Oh, at I see. At that point, I was like, yeah. oh, man, so we don't use it as much as yeah. we <laughs> hoped. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's, uh, and then, like, yeah, we went there uh, maybe total since we went – uh multiple trips as well. Oh man, yeah, I didn't tell you about that. Uh the visa ran out. Oh yeah, kidding. Yes, uh,
0: yes. No, uh. the visa
2: ran out. Uh so we were there for two weeks, but we had troubles with the uh silver knives. They were delivered and they the first uh thousand, they were not good. Oh. The finish it like it didn't feel right. It didn't feel perfect. And you're like it nags at you. Mm-hmm. Like it it would work. Like we could ship them out. It was, it was like, but it, it didn't. Kind of felt perfectly right. Like we can do better. So, we decided to scrap them. Ugh, and
1: thousand. Oh,
2: uh, so it was. Oh, yeah, that was a difficult. That's a big decision. Choice. Yeah. Is,
1: is that a? Yeah. Is that a tough? conversation with that manufacturer like they uh, just sent you a thousand you're like hey these aren't good I is know. it it's tough uh, to go you're taking them back and we want them right I, I mean holy uh, moly no
2: it no, just uh, you get desensitized you just tell them like uh-huh. be honest and they if they, it's good a good relationship it. they tell you what they think as well and okay. then you come, uh, you come to an agreement alright uh, uh, but in this case it was pretty good we had uh, one unit that we had approved from before which had good finish, it felt good, then the parts that they delivered were not quite the same.
3: Yeah. Mm. So, at least so we could go a back to comparison to, that. to show mm. them, hey, you need exactly. it this way. Yep. We need it this way. Yeah.
2: But the problem was good they couldn't point. really make it that exact finish in mass production with accuracy. Mm-hmm. So the harder anodization you want on an aluminum part the in silver or clear it's it becomes more and more gold or yellow and then depending on the alloy it can turn green mm. Mm. so you have to balance it at a perfect level of temperature uh, uh of the different chem- different chemicals and time in the baths and there's like eight baths that has to go go through and Gosh. Uh, so it's kind of difficult. So a couple of days there, we, lo- we lost a couple of days just because the they make uh, a batch and then show us, and we're like, mm, no, it's too yellow. Go back. They make one batch, and it's not, it's too grainy. It's supposed oh, to be really fill the pores. And we sit there and scrape them with knives. Uh-huh. Like I take it, you're supposed to be able to, if it's hard enough, drag the knife over yeah. the finish and it mm-hmm. doesn't scratch it. right? Uh, so that's what we we're going for. But then, yeah, we did manage to get it. We finally got a good finish that they could make over and over again. Mm-hmm. There was oh, so many late night meetings and we went there in the middle of the night and they came to our hotel multiple times. We just met them in the lobby. They wanted to show us things. and uh, But then uh, if since we couldn't manufacture during that time we ran out of the blacks or like we finished the blacks we finished everything else and we shipped those Mm -hmm. uh so the silver ones nothing was shipped oh man uh and we approached our uh the the time when the visa was going out so like we We need to still be here. Like, we can't leave now.
3: It's critical time to solve something. Yeah,
2: it's like, yeah, it's not 100% solved yet. Like, we don't feel comfortable just leaving. Problem is, you cannot extend the visa. You have to uh, apply for a new one outside the country. Oh,
1: my gosh. Jeez. I'd be freaking out. So... So they just overstayed yeah, it, their stay and yeah. dealt with it, asked
3: for forgiveness. If you do that,
2: you're, uh, yeah, oh you're, no. No no, 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 absolutely not. That's uh, not an
3: option? Uh.
2: No, Uh really it's not. <laughs> uh, also, were, uh, yeah, it made me think of a funny thing. Uh, my passport photo is not updated.
1: Oh my gosh. So the like, beard. this is not you. <laughs> this
2: is yeah, no. it happened. Uh, yeah. So after uh, this, I'm gonna change it. Yes. That was Scary. since we passed the uh, the checkpoints multiple times. Uh, it was enough of a uh, uh, yeah. You were kind of nervous every time you yeah. got there, and then right. you took guilty of yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> You're and nervous. then you have a beard and a shaved yeah.
4: head.
1: Right. And and some- like, no,
2: I'm not a terrorist. It's okay. I'm from Twitter.
1: And somebody already asked if they patted down the beard when you went through security. <laughs> and you wouldn't be happen to haul- be hauling utility knives, right. would you? <laughs> oh,
2: exactly. oh, wow. If you have a blade uh, on you, it's a, oh, my uh, you get thrown in jail. Oh. Like it's a. It's considered a, a, a lethal weapon. weapon. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's very. You're like in every possible like, we bad scenario. We around four knives a person uh, in our pockets, or like on the belts, visible. Wow. Walking around uh, security guards. And, uh, how, and like, it doesn't look like a knife. Yeah. But uh, uh, you're like breaking
3: every stuff.
1: scenario that is currently trending bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> within so, the world. Yeah, we were lucky. So, so, of, yeah, yeah. What happened with the. What, how do you deal with that then, the visa? What? Uh, So did you leave the country and reapply? We did.
2: Yeah, you go to Hong Kong. It's considered a, it's still part of China, but it's considered its own. Kind of like Washington, (laughs) D.C. So it's considered that you leave uh, the mainland of China. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can go there and apply for a visa through a visa agency,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. which we did. It doesn't cost that much. You have to go to the middle of Hong Kong. And uh, you fill out some forms, you have to do a lot of things because we didn't do a, uh, the chances of getting a new uh, group visa was very small. Because mm. usually it's it's only for travel, it's for tourism.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, we, like if you apply for it straight afterwards, it looks pretty suspicious.
1: Oh, gotcha.
2: So what we did is we got a business visa. Mm. To do that, you have to have a business invitation letter and an it <sighs> in into in, oh, a schedule for what you're gonna do at what and where you're gonna be and yeah. stuff like that so had to make up some stuff uh like they don't really care yeah uh but still they have so you have to have this specific letter and it has to be written on specific stationery and like stamped with a specific stamp from the company and then they have to call the person at the company to confirm and everything. And it was a freaking mess because they have one hour of uh of lunch. Mm-hmm. During the hour of lunch, no one is at the company. Oh. No one can answer the phone. And when do we get
1: to the visa place? At lunch. Yeah.
2: When they're, timing. when
1: they're sleeping <laughs> they're yeah exactly oh, so
2: it was uh interesting so like trying to hunt down people and get that letter written all that it was i was well prepared but still it's always stuff to go through and uh we applied at the desk uh with everyone you leave over the passports, because uh, you get the the stamp. They they check it. They send in the things to the embassy. But you can we paid rush fees, so you can get it back in the afternoon at like half past five mm-hmm. uh, or around five if you apply before noon. You can get it that fast, which is great. Yeah, uh, so we paid, that. and uh, one uh, as soon as uh, Daniel put his passport on the counter, they like, she. Uh, what they do is just they open it and like drop the pages quickly to see where you traveled mm-hmm. she's like got to, to page two and she sees a stamp from Turkey oh, God. and then gets to oh my gosh oh, my if you've been oh. to Turkey more than 14 days in your passport at any time you're automatically denied
3: whoa that's their agreement with that country obviously
2: yeah, so uh, for some reason, they change it like all the time, which yeah. countries they don't like. Yeah. So, uh, and like, it wasn't really like he stayed there for two and a half weeks and therefore he couldn't. He had a, his wife is from Turkey. So he's been there, has multiple three month stamps. So oh. it wasn't close, but it was a little bit on uh, the side. It wasn't really, uh, we didn't count on that. So yeah. he got to stay in Hong Kong. And we went back to work. So oh he,
1: my God. See
2: you later. <laughs> yeah. so we, we had to leave. I mean, yeah. Wow. We got approved. He didn't. So, he, yeah, he stayed in Hong Kong for a week. Oh <laughs> my working gosh. Oh my God. With papers, working stuff. Uh, and basically, he got a week off. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. So travel, it, took, it takes a whole, oh my gosh, traveling from China to Hong Kong is mm-hmm. a pain. Traveling mm-hmm. back is a pain. Doing it multiple times in one day is so frustrating. Oh. All the lines that paper mm-hmm. fill in, you're nervous about everything. I hope I get a good,
5: good uh, uh, visa or a- the yeah. agent,
2: right. border agent. And, and You have to have your luggage with you because uh, we didn't know if we were going to, go to go back
1: to China. So and you
2: have to have through everything and it gets scanned everywhere. Oh my
3: gosh. Oh
1: my lord.
2: Yeah. And it was it was great. The we pass you have to pass every every person has to pass on their own. Mm -hmm. But the person that didn't know anything, the 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 employee Gabriel uh, he didn't know (laughs) <laughs> anything about the trip or anything he wasn't involved in the planning so the, another after we pass through the check uh, you have to go you have to walk on you can't linger there mm. and the guard walks up to him and I start asking him questions the only person like oh so what are you going to do here in your state and he's like I don't know <laughs> uh, what are you, you going to do like how long are you going to stay
3: uh, I'm not sure <laughs> He was like the worst person to ask he was, or interrogate. Oh, we're like, oh, oh we're going to lose one person. Like, <laughs> first day. That'd be like but me getting was, interrogated. <laughs> I'd uh, be like, I did it. Uh, I
4: did it. <laughs> it is, I
2: did it. <laughs> uh, he's in China at that oh. point. He passed the uh, the check. So he's legally in China. If he's done something bad, he can now be arrested. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'd be but such a
1: nervous wreck doing oh, yeah. this. Oh, my Lord. And the language barrier and <laughs> oh, everything. God. Oh. Yeah,
3: I would just have like sweat beads coming down like every time as I'm approaching the border and the patrols and stuff. Man. <laughs> yeah. So luckily here. I don't in, know how you, with your facial, like your beard, your bald. Oh, my gosh, Dave. How did you handle yeah. that? That had to be so stressful. I would
2: have thought. So. Uh, it's fine. You get used to it. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, <it's> constant.
2: <laughs> Adrenaline, you st- get used to it. My stomach enzymes. would be in
3: knots. I'd be vomiting. I'd be so <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Ah, so, yeah,
2: we did get to go back, uh, continue working. We got it working. Uh, so it is. it was being manufactured, but then we had to go home, and it, everything wasn't finished. We got. Uh, we packaged the most complex orders we packaged. Mm-hmm. And then we left the uh the ones that were easy, most of but easy, like single knife, single knife with three blades, entree mm-hmm. edition. <laughs> uh, those were left for them to package after Christmas, uh so they're, but we don't want them to release them before we have all of that category ready because we don't know. We want to know so nothing's missing,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, like paperwork. They put one paper in a, in a slip. If that falls out, it's not going to be the exact number that we need. And if it ships in different, uh, you know, so they're in the warehouse mm-hmm. waiting to be complete, uh, complete, which they're really close to being. So you should ship out within a couple within a couple of days.
1: Mm, nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's. Good, Good the fun travel things. I'm my hands are <laughs> I know, I'm sweating, sweating listening to listening this, to this. Yeah, like, like,
3: I don't want to see David arrested. It's <laughs>
2: important <some foreign> uh, <laughs> for
3: crying yeah, out loud li- Like literally
2: you get used to it after the, the 12th time. Yeah, like, I you have th- Yeah. Uh, because you're like <sighs> It, and you're so tired. At that point, I was so tired. It didn't the have, lack of sleep yeah. and everything. I'm like, I don't care. Like <laughs> yeah. at this point, I, if they I've put seen, me in jail, I'm gonna sleep more. So if they good. snap
3: the glove. You're like, okay, do whatever.
2: I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just I gonna grab <laughs> grab my ankles. You know?
3: I've watched uh,
1: too many <laughs> locked up abroad, man. I, I get it. <laughs>
3: oh my gosh.
1: Was, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, I, I think that's it, man. After that, that's I'm great. done. I'm cooked, man, listen to that. But, oh, good <laughs> stories, fantastic stories. Uh, real quick, before we get out of here, I wanted to mention uh, a few of you have already asked about the um, GetFPV discount code. I think it actually expired the 31st of December, so I do have an email in to GetFPV. I think they're checking on it. or making a new one, so as soon as I get it, we'll get it out there and let everybody know and get it on the Facebook page. So, In the meantime, hang tight. We'll get you a new code out there, but still go check out GetFPV.com. They're still on board and helping us out here for a little while longer. Go check them out. Get their free shipping on most orders over 60 bucks, and get it on your doorstep in a couple days. And if you're listening, any of our international listeners, uh, they'll now ship it to you DHL and you'll have it uh, pretty quick. So please go check out GetFPV. And like I said, once we get that code, uh, we'll get it out to you. And again, From all last year, moving into this year, thanks again for all the Patreon listeners. You guys really helped us out and also keep the show going. And if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be sitting here. So hopefully soon uh, we're going to talk to get if get FPV and talk to the guys there. We're hoping to get another uh, giveaway and I'd like to do it to the Patreon people. So we'll work something out there and figure out, um, maybe we'll post something on Patreon to see from get FPV, what you guys would like to see for a giveaway. And we'll work out the details from there and get you guys something since, uh, you know, I think you deserve it. So, other than that, we're going to get out of here. David, thank you yes, for coming on. It's, it's great been, uh, from you. it's definitely been way too long since we uh, talked to you. So let's not, you know, let it go. I wish that you far.
3: continued success in
1: your yeah. products
3: and develops. Thank you guys. Thank <clears> you.
1: So thanks for joining us. Andre, thanks again. I hope your legs didn't give out there for two hours of standing. Good. Hey, way better than sitting, man. Uh, You good? Uh, Thanks, Mike, for braving the weather and getting Uh, over here. I know the roads were horrible this morning. They were, they were. Uh, Thanks to my dogs for breaking in in the middle of the podcast uh, (laughs) and uh, joining in there for a minute. That was kind of fun. I was going to hold
3: Sophie, but then she was too loud. Yeah, she was snoring already.
1: So, and uh, we'll be back next weekend, folks. Next weekend we should have the free fall podcast guys on Steve and Kevin and every Andy, I believe. So we're going to talk some helicopter. Copters, so that should be fun and uh, we also got products uh, new products that are out I know flight has got some stuff Hobby King's got some stuff that we didn't get to so we'll get into that too hopefully next podcast so you will see us or hear us next weekend thanks for joining us thanks for joining us on Facebook live uh, we'll be back next weekend see you guys later see you Eric. bye
4: see, ya. see ya. bye, bye.